Last week, in uh, the War for the Crown show, and our season two here with Songbird, Scion, Saboteur. Ooh, I don't even know where we start with the, the horrible, terrible things that happened. Well, first... Started on a good note. We went to the hospital. Start fairly well. <laughs> you you had to immediately <laughs> take Nell up to the temple in Lothidar to deal with what turned out to be not just ghoul fever, but ghoul fever and also filth fever. Not terribly surprising. You'd pick both of those up from the same location. But you got those purged from you easily enough. You were saddled with your new friend, Linus. Sir Golgusandia, Count Seneschal's... I mean, babysitter doesn't feel like it's an appropriate title at this point. You see, Sergus and the Count don't really trust you anymore after overhearing some things. And Linus is going to follow you around as you go about doing your Tribune of Saki's business for a undetermined period of time. And just kind of make sure that you're on the up and up, not doing anything you shouldn't be. So, of course, as we would greet any new guest we really wanted nothing to do with. We had our local friendly Domovoy gaslight the hell out of him and he has no <laughs> idea where he even is or what's going on anymore because that's going to make a good impression but it's more about sending a message <laughs> which you have, I believe successfully done. So the harvest began. Gusarin showed up briefly before that and uh, twice a year, Stockies being the quiet little farming hamlet it is. The whole town kind of pulls together puts aside the majority of their differences and brings in all of the crop and the peas and assorted similarly potted beans that need to be brought in this spring was about a three day pile of effort that to your credit all of you went and did actually physically help out with not something that the tribunes or any kind of the aristocracy in Marat County are known for doing but Halfway through the third day, what I'm sure is by now everyone's new favorite NPC character showed up, uh, Lady Gyado Eta, to collect some taxes. She was, uh, she was a friendly sort, I'd say. Relatively friendly. You guys seem yeah. to get along pretty real, well. Real, per real people person, for sure. Real, real, real charmer. Uh, not that at all. Came in. And at the end of you realizing you didn't really have any better options, rode out with a covered wagon and nearly half of Stocky's harvest. Not really a good time, but with Marat County and just kind of how things go. It turns out this place sort of sucks. It's not actually very fantastic. So with two fairly big losses under your belt for that day getting your babysitter Linus and losing half the town's harvest and probably half of the town's goodwill at least things didn't get any worse that day they got worse that night but they didn't get any worse that day because you were awakened to the shutting of your front door and a scramble as in order to realize that Ciaran her father's sword, intelligent sword that she's had many a conversation with, who is 
possibly at least partly to blame for the Sergusarin situation in the first place, bringing that up outside of town or whatever. But to his credit, his conversation was telepathic. Nobody heard that one. Well, Zarin's gone. You had a note left on your door. Briefly, uh, very briefly explaining the situation. Now let's go ahead and since we ended up right just on that, why don't we slide back in right just on that? After a kind of comedically timed discussion about whether the Night Swan was even a real person <laughs> or just the title, a boogeyman the nobles used to blame for their problems, you received this note here. Parasites be gone. I bear this warning before I bear arms. Leave the county of Marat. My next message comes on a spear's point with a drawing of a little swan in the corner. It's a pretty good drawing, at least. This, this night swan seems to be at least relatively artistic. That is a pretty good, yeah. it's a pretty good swan. Well, had some practice from what we know, all the things they've been doing. <laughs> Gotta draw a lot of those swans. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably a lot of a lot of practice, repetition, drawing that swan every every night, probably. So oh, boy. I had to go with the drawing because folding paper swans just got to be too much. Yeah, it's got way too much effort. You gotta find too a way much to origami. like. She yeah, can slam this against your door so with a dagger. Leaving you an origami swan. She's gonna like, do I pin this to the door? Is that gonna lose? It's gonna rip. A lot of those pieces are really small, and it's gonna lose a lot of structural integrity. Or just leave it on a table nearby and kind of hope they see it. Like, no, nah, it's way easier to just just draw the swan on the threatening doom note. <laughs> However, I mean, if though, you're carrying around a bag full of origami swans. That's the most incriminating thing ever. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's an easy giveaway. Yeah, like, you know, a burglar gets caught and he in her bag. <laughs> Three daggers and 15 origami swans and a bunch of stolen crap. Clearly like, well, an artist, but not much of a, a, a penman. I mean, open and shut case on that one, clearly. The, the, yeah. the, the writing here is very... Uh, hmm. I mean, we got capitals where capitals shouldn't be. There's misspelling. I mean, it's all over the place. But starting off today's episode uh, episode i believe I, I didn't change this number that's a thing i missed doing uh we are on session 12 12 not 11 that there is a two on the screen that you're definitely not seeing if you're listening to a podcast <laughs> you I ran outside podcast, already had the two there fair you're correct you ran outside uh obviously inori in a panic <clears throat> missing your sword that is that is quite possibly the worst thing that could happen to you uh and got one last communication as you called out to him can't you tell me like can't you see anything not if i'm in a sack girl hurry <sighs> nothing yeah. immediately visible out in the area uh, okay, roll for the perception. Maybe pick up a trail or something. Uh, you're gonna survival. be looking for oh. survival to see if you can find any sort of a trail or tracks. I suppose oh, we should all roll that, right? <clears throat> well, Nori at the moment is the one uh, outside, unless you are, have all rushed outside with her because she kind of bolted oh, yeah. downstairs. Dara definitely did because she oh, well. started screaming at Linus. 
That's true. No, it's time to wake up your, your, your babysitter. Uh, so yeah, whoever's outside, roll me some survival checks, and we'll see what you get. Mm. Is stumbling down there? Which, seeing as I wear heavy-ish er, heavy armor, I would be carrying it. I don't have time to put it on yet. <laughs> <laughs> you wake up, realize things are happening. You pick up your shield and your, uh, your breastplate and just kind of lug them down the stairs. Oh, I am the one. So a hard one from Kahina, a nine right, from Nell, a 13 from pick Dara. Pick another color. And Nori. Can, looking around in just... panic. <laughs> Survival's untrained. You don't even have ranks in that roll. You can well, I, yeah, I, I don't have these rolls. Maybe I could beat them. I don't know. It's pretty bad. I'm not good at this sort of thing. Yeah. Also a nine. The highest you got is a 13. Baylor coming <laughs> up with a hot five. Ooh, baby. This is panic. This is full panic. This is a lot of panic. That's what this is. We got a two, a five, two nines, and a 13 uh, for your survival checks. The, the front drive of your estate isn't terribly busy but between the construction crews that had come and gone in the past week uh as well as any visitors that had come up and, and you just making your way in and out of your estate on horses there was a lot of general mess there's hoof marks boot prints every which way in the drive out in front of your house and that quickly leads out into the still fairly overgrown grasses and shrubs leading around the outside of the estate itself and then further out to the still damaged walls. Uh, the area nearest the house and the house itself by this point, the Dome of Way have mostly cleaned up. But beyond that, it's just a sprawling lawn and it's really not even more than 40, 50 feet out from the, from the wall to the tree line into the forest out to the east of your estate. Everything that would be easily marked is a mess. Uh, there's nothing you can pick up here there would be a clear sign of where whatever this night swan is had gone. I'm uh, going to assume there's nobody out here either because it's the middle of the night. No, it is the middle of the night. And at this point with, with Dara having yelled after a, a panicked minute of looking around, the door to your carriage house would swing open and Linus once again would just stumble out in a daze. What? What? Is the trouble? I'm just Linus. gonna yell from across the yard. The night swan. And he'd shake his head. The night swan? It's far from we've, Lothidar. We've, we've been robbed. We need to send word to Sir Gesern immediately. Our lives are at stake here. Uh, we have been robbed and uh, we don't know where our, where the night swan has gone. He just kind of waves his uh, waves his hand a bit, still kind of waking up. Blinks a few times, squatches his eyes together, and looks at Dara. I I don't really know what to tell you. This just, uh, you know, it happens sometimes. This night swan's been a menace for two, three years. That is the most unacceptable answer I have ever heard. Can you not get uh, in contact? I'm run downstairs while they're talking. Yeah, <laughs> Kahina's getting all their armor and stuff on. Yep. Uh, we need to contact. If uh, Sir Gusian wants to have a lead on this, we have a lead now. We are an important piece of 
family history has been stolen, and this may be one of the closer times that we have been around her. Well, I mean, we could send a messenger. You can make it to Lothidar in a day or so. Then start riding. <laughs> Wait, us? You. We're going after her. We need to find this. This is not some... Uh, we have been stolen from. Very important objects have been stolen that are irreplaceable. And he kind of shakes his head a bit. Says, uh, oh, oh, hold on, hold on. We, we have guards for this. We have the Count's men. That, I mean, the Senate show has been tracking the Night Swan for months. Okay. I'm going to intimidate him. We have to do something now. You get a you get a nineteen. This is that's not that's not. Oh, we have to do something now. This is a intimidate check. You stand up. You just step forward. We have to do something now. He's like, oh, okay, okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, let me get dressed and. Uh, and he turns around and just kind of staggers back into the carriage house and shuts the door behind him. So I'm down in the basement calling out to the Domovoy. So you go, you head down to the cave very quickly, and uh, there's no response for a moment. At about 15 seconds, Blunk, the leader of the Domovoy, materializes into view, just sitting like slouched back against the pillar in the middle of the room. Mm. Late. It is late, Blunk. Someone got into the house. Okay. Did you see anything happen? You or any or the other two? We am um, sleeping. No, um, see people. I'm sorry to hear that, but I understand. And I'm going back up. <laughs> as you turn around, he like he just straight from sitting rolls forward onto his face and turns invisible <laughs> again. As you turn away, the Domovoy got into the wine again. They're out. And you, <laughs> the you rush back upstairs to the group, and all of you uh, gather your things very quickly. Uh, you're, I'm assuming you're armoring up and all of this before you ride, hoping that you could possibly catch this night's one uh, well i mean maybe hopefully just run into them on the road that'd be convenient not that you know what you're looking for but that then mean, again you are just anyone you're... on the road this late yeah anyone That's who's fair. out and about who shouldn't be right now you're rushing to lothidar i mean are you armoring up like are you expecting to run to a fight or are you just trying to get yes. to lothidar as soon as possible armoring up and getting on our horses because we're not going to risk running into someone who is armed without armor I right, see Nell so, putting his armor on. I'm going to hold up the wand and say, this is nearly as good and a lot faster. It does take you about 10 minutes to get suited up, even with somebody helping you with your medium armor. Takes two. Is it two? Two minutes. Uh, heavy time. armor okay. is 10 by myself. Still, minutes count. What do you say, Nell? I'm going to take a minute to don it hastily. Okay. So you, uh, you have your armor on but not fully properly fitted and kitted. It's not as effective as it could be, but it's, you got something. It's on there. Uh, yep. The rest of you guys are all... I don't think anybody else wears medium armor. The rest of you are all light, so you can sit up fairly quickly. You pull Linus out of the carriage house. You plop him on his horse. <laughs> Go. Ride like the wind. And you set off 
for Lothidar. So let me uh, reach into Sirenscape here and get us this uh, nice country nighttime crickets, etc. as we ride through. So you take off. You are just riding straight through the night to arrive at Lothidar in the morning. So we're going to cut to what would be about sunrise. This robbery was only a couple hours after you. It would be even a little after sunrise. Uh, the sun... I was going to say, we, we are heading towards Lothidar. Are we stopping to do survival checks along the way to see if maybe outside we can pick up the trail? Well, you didn't pick up a trail outside your home, so, I mean, you don't know right, what you're but looking they for. they usually hang out towards Lothidar, so, like, horse tracking, if they've... There's going to be lots of horse something. Can you use detect magic to track somebody if they had any magical items on them? You could use detect magic, but with uh, greater detect magic lets you identify the person that cast the spell, or like it's like a magical signature, basically. Regular detect Does... magic would just be that a spell was cast. You you have nothing to look oh, for. Oh, so you can't detect right magical objects? Because wouldn't Ciaran ping as a magical object? Yeah, yeah if you put a detect magic within sixty feet of Ciaran, he would uh... ping. But like, you don't know what tracks you're looking for. You don't know what this night swan looks like, or if it's even a person. Um, there's nothing you could pick up on the way there. I mean, there are a lot, there are people, it's not, there's not nobody who rides through the night. Uh, there's plenty of messengers and various servants and shipments that move around at, at dark. Surely there's, there's a lot less people than during the day, but not everyone stops to camp out the night. Some people got to make their copper for running messages as fast as possible. And especially with the aristocracy here, not about to get off their butts to do it themselves. There are a bunch of night messengers. The one notable thing you would pass is about maybe 45 minutes, an hour outside of Stockies on the road before even the intersection of Pensaris would be Yato Eda's encampment uh, with her wagon pulled off to the side of the road and a fire lit on the other side of it and several horses pulled around with uh, all of them just sleeping around the fire with one guard just kind of leaning up against the wagon. Half One, two, murder, hobo, must resist. <laughs> As you fight off the urge to murder hobo. I want to kill her so much. We would cut to arriving in Lothidar. Riding through the night, you would all arrive fatigued. Uh, riding a horse is not a low-stress activity, and having only slept a literal couple of hours... The where would hit you as soon as you arrived. Uh, the sun would have risen a little before you saw Lothidar arrive through the forest and the trees, and maybe an hour later you would make it into the outskirts of the town itself uh, early in the morning. And as you do arrive into town, it seems so normal and quiet. Uh, this This early after dawn... A few people are going about their businesses. You can hear the clanging of hammers and fires and forges from the local blacksmith. Various farmhands are going out to feed and tend to their crops and animals. But everything seems to just be business as usual, more or less. Where are you heading? Uh, what do you guys think would be the best, best plan of action here? Uh, one of the first things is that uh, in case they were to try and pawn the sword, 
for money, oh, God. it would be able, it would be in uh, Inori's best interest to speak to some of the local weapon shop to let them know what to look out for. And that uh, we would be offering a substantial reward for its return. Inori, is there a range you know of that CRN can communicate with you? I know it's probably not something you've explicitly tested. Uh, no, I mean, I just, just a few months ago, I didn't even know the sword was alive. So I know I haven't tested a range or anything. Um, I haven't tried to talk to him in a minute. Maybe they took the bag off of him. I could see if maybe he could see his surroundings or something like that. And uh, let me concentrate and see if I can. Can he hear me? CRN, are you out there still? You focus, closing your eyes even to just block out as much ambiance as you can and try to focus on that telepathic presence of your sword. And as you do, reach out and you just feel nothing. No hint of his voice. I don't feel him. Maybe it's possible we went too far and they didn't come to Lothidar, but for something of a sort of that value, if they are looking for the cash for it, they would have to bring it here to sell it. And uh, Linus at this point, his eyes mostly closed, barely awake on his horse, kind of sits up. Did we not come up here to Talk to the Seneschal? Should we that not is... head to the palace? Yes. The that best option is just to report go. it. Once it's been reported that a family heirloom was stolen, it will not be sold here. I can't more than guarantee you that Sergusan is here at the moment. Go ahead. I'm going to smack him on the back of his head to wake him up. <laughs> just, <laughs> just whack him. It's a very Dara thing to do. He, he puts that yeah. back of his head. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. This is of high importance. If you think your sleep is more important than what we are doing, then by, by all means, quit your job. I didn't sign up to ride through the night in a rush to report a stolen sword to the, the, the Seneschal. I was it gonna would be meet... best if you stop talking and just led me off to the uh, center shop, please. Well, that's the uh, we can head to the, the count's palace. Lead uh, on. We... <laughs> don't have an appointment, <laughs> and he crumbles as he just. <laughs> don't have an appointment. <laughs> we have starts... You are just as good. Starts uh, leading the horse forward and uh, heading back over to the the map real quick of the county. If you, uh, you would pass the Palace of Birdsong. I actually, I moved this. I don't know why it's back down here. I had the Palace of Birdsong. Oh, I could try to move it along. I had the Palace of Birdsong. It's up on the edge of Lake Stavian. It's north of Lothidar. Uh, I don't know why. Some of the icons are not exactly where the actual thing is, but it's, it's, it's up there. Much closer, right outside the, uh, not far from the outskirts of the town itself, uh, but surrounded by a half mile or so of just its own fields and of course the sprawling flowers and roaming peacocks as you get closer 
Uh, it wouldn't take you very long to ride the rest of the way up there, and you'd arrive there about 30 minutes later. And as you get to the front of the palace itself, up into the front drive, Linus slides slowly off of his horse with some difficulty and hits the ground, almost falling over, and just stands up. Okay. If you'll wait here, I'll see if the Seneschal is in, and if he'll meet with you. Well, time is of the essence, so... Of course. Of course. And he heads into the front door of the palace, past the pair of the Count's soldiers, blanking the doors. And the two of them, as they'd seen you riding up, stand themselves more to attention. You know, try to at least present themselves as somewhat more proper. But as Linus heads inside and the minute passes, second... The third, they slowly uh, start to angle their halberds back towards uh, their resting on their shoulders and start to slouch back down a bit. Clearly not a terribly disciplined lot that he has here. But you wait. Five minutes pass. And then ten. This was a mistake. What are we doing? Guys, do not have to stay here if you want to explore other options. I don't have any other options. I don't know where to go, what to do. It's... No, I mean, no trail, nothing, nothingness. If Dara wants to stay here and speak with uh, the Seneschal or uh, Bartleby, um, could leave. Baylor could stay, and we could, we could go. We Back should maybe Lothador. go see if they're the idea of it getting sold off. I mean, we could try that. And right we there, the front door to opens and Linus comes back out, seemingly more awake, and hurries back down the few steps into the drive near the fountain where you're waiting with your horses. And as he comes out, he puts his hand up. Seneschal's out for the day, I'm afraid. It's not around. Oh, <sighs> well, did you just want to see if Count Bartleby would speak with you? I'll be more Bartleby than happy, of course. As I'm following you around, I, I can report this to him when I come back. Uh, what day even is it? Will day? It's the 28th. And... And... It was would be... He looks like he's having a really hard time thinking. He's just... So asleep. He's just like counting on his fingers. Okay. Okay. Once he starts counting on his okay. fingers, Fire I know day. he's going to start riding to yeah. another day. store or somewhere where they would pawn goods. Maybe there's something going five on. Five days. As he turned around, he calls, you know, he starts riding. He calls out, five days. Five for the rest of you. Five days. Moon day. What was this? The second. Wait. He starts counting again. <laughs> That's not going to work for me. Regardless of him being here or not, reporting this is more than enough just to ensure that... Six days! Because it was the second. Six days. Yes? Yes. It's the second of Gazrin. It's, it's a toil day, so six days. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm tired. 
Not even right sure what day it is, but should be six days from now. I have the appointment to report back to this palace and and you know tell him what I've found and then. Right. So hopefully in six days you'll be returning with either a captive night swan or the body of the night swan. I mean, they'd be more than happy with that. I'm, I'm sure, but that's impossible. <laughs> uh, let's go. <laughs> so, it's like, wait, 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 wait. And he, he, he hurries over and starts trying to get off on his horse. He literally just turned and start riding back off the Lothidar. Just kind of leaving him, I imagine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pretty I've much. Already been moving. <laughs> off doing your own thing. You ride into Lothidar. Somewhere uh, a little an hour or two before midday. So what is your plan? Inori arrives first, riding out ahead. Inori, you get to Lothidar. What what are you hoping for? What are you trying to do? Uh, pawn shops or blacksmiths. Anywhere where you would maybe sell a sword. or I mean, that's the only idea we had going on. I, we have nothing else. So, I mean, in a, in a panic, she's going to do the only thing that we got going on is Go store to store if I got to. See if anyone's brought one in, pawned one off. Anything so, can help you try to gather information. So Inori starts uh, looking around, and she starts actually just going store to store. And uh, Baylor would catch up, see her horse, and come in to assist not terribly long after. So, Baylor, give me a diplomacy check to gather information. I use knowledge local. To gather information? I mean, that's, that is right? a diplomacy check. Can't you also use Knowledge Local for that? I mean, go for it. You're probably more right than I am. We can look it up later. <laughs> <laughs> I trust you over my own Knowledge Pathfinder, honestly, so sure, I'll be Knowledge Local then. Uh, 31 coming off of that die. And it's going to take you four hours to ask around town. So so as you go looking through the stores and the morning passes into noon, proceeds on to the early afternoon, you've asked around the various blacksmiths, the traveling traders. You've gone to some of the general stores, some of the antiquities, even checked out a local uh, small county museum. Nobody in Lothidar has heard or seen anything about your black blade. If it was sold, it would appear it wasn't done here. Or that they are very tight-lipped about it. It wasn't just dropped off in a pawn shop, unfortunately. So we should head back, maybe check Pinsaris? I may st uh, I may stay here for uh, today and try and make an appointment with the Archmaker. While we're here, it's best that Dara and I stick around to at least deal with that, since it does involve me as well. Um, I I can go with Anori and try and. You don't have to. I can I can find I'll find him somehow. Well, we can keep, 
keep trying to reach out every once in a while. Just right. I was saying we could ride, start riding back south, and you can keep trying to reach out and see if we... I mean, we have the Raven statue. It's not like we can't send a message to the others. It's true. I do, I do still have that. Uh, Linus, having rejoined the group pretty shortly after you started uh, Case of the Town, and still following you around as he is, well, is his job. At this point, interject still just staggering along at this point awake he's gone past the point where he's falling asleep and into just corpse like walking or riding on his horse uh, following you around basically more or less like a zombie and only with about the intelligence of your average zombie at this point <laughs> it's just a sword is it really th worth this much hassle I mean, don't no speak of things you do not know cable okay, well, a magic sword there's plenty of Traders to come through here with venturing and mercenary company gear. More than just a sword to me. That's all you need to know. It's hard to see with all this heirloom, hassle. We mean that it's a direct thing from Anori's father. It, it's a little more important than just a piece of jewelry. Well, I understand the sentimental value and all. I get it. I do. But... This is right. Are you ready to go, Anori? Yeah. Uh, Dara's going to lean over to, or I don't know. I don't know if we're still on the horses or not. But mm -hmm. if we're not, then if he's you're, going if to you're not on up. them, you'd be near them. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. So I'd lean over and town. embrace Kahina and whisper in her ear, be like, and if you wanted to do something about that text person, then I guess you would more than welcome. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I would actually, uh, I would need to talk to the both of you as well before you leave. Mm hmm. Where are um, we going? Are we, uh, who's, Sir Ross, well, what, what is your I'll plans for the air? You may stay. Okay. You can stay with me. I need, need to talk to, to the Archbanker. I'll need you to stay in Lothidar for the evening then, because I'm going to head to the palace and check in. All right. That sounds fun. I will, I'm more than willing to stay here overnight. Don't leave without me, please. You don't need more on... Sergusan's bad side. We'll be near or at the bank if you need us. And he keep in mind, up. we are the ones here trying to help Sergusan capture the Black Swan. I understand, but it's very important that I, while we're in the neighborhood, head back to the Palace of Birdsong and check in. That's fine. Um, now, do you have your spare sword that um, Inori can borrow? I well, always have my spare sword. So we can head back and we'll see what we can tracks or whatever we can find Not on the way. another word, he slowly just starts turning his horse around. <laughs> mm -hmm. And just starts walking. <laughs> Not even a, a trot, just walking just, back towards so the north rear down to the palace. I'm going to pull Kahina and Anori to the side and just kind of inform them secretly of the plan that I made with Bubo and that for the sake of having an alibi perhaps rather than leave and I'm not mentioning anything specific just that I have a plan and that for the specifics of having an alibi perhaps they should stay the night I can't know that sounds trustworthy I have to find him we're going to find a sword that sounds like it's definitely that's, on the up and up. That's 
going to go find a sword. That's a pretty good alibi. But we'll we go find the night swan. We got to talk about this. You just doing your thing again. I, I, now this is a thing later. that I think we'll be happy with. We'll but we don't have time for this right now. Just be safe. Cause you got that sword. Oof. Yeah, and I'll, I'll give you. It's a cold iron longsword. So it's have not CRN, but long time. It is a sword, and we have Baylor. He can't get into too much trouble. You can't do she, sword she things can't get with into it. She too much trouble. So uh, Dara and Nell are heading to the Temple of Abadar to probably spend the rest of the afternoon with a very exciting series of deeds and titles <laughs> that need signing in order to ensure there's proper records of what they're doing with the Stockies land. And as Dara is in there and has free time, the Archbanker is more than happy to present him with a huge, just impressive mountain of other things that also need to bear his witness and signature. So and I uh, also want to talk to her about the um, the church that's going into a town and uh, the maybe setting up a new tech system to run through that church. Okay. So, what do you what did you want to dis- you want to discuss what what exactly with her? Like, what, uh, what are you trying? What are you reaching for here? Uh, I understand the tax for, for stockies to be taxed the same way that Lothidar is based off of a percentage of the income of the town. Or however it's done. I'm not sure how it's done. I would ask her how it's done. But it can't be worse than what we already have. <laughs> you ask her how these how these things are supposed to work. And uh, as you head in to the Temple of Abadar, uh, or as you've been there for some time and you bring this up to her over a huge, like, quite a glorious stack of papers that uh, Honora either just didn't bother doing or had the better sense not to come to the bank and express that she had free time <laughs> for this exact reason. Uh, the archbanker, Lady Perrell, would uh, would nod. I, I understand. It is quite a loose system that is employed across the county. Beyond Lothidar and the reach of this temple, the taxes are drawn in by the Count solely at his discretion. Uh, He issues licenses, I believe, to collectors and those that he has chosen assess and take what they deem a fair value from the outlying communities. But with a temple being constructed in Stockies for you, it's possible this would be quite an outreach my, my only concern to be fair is to not show a favoritism of sorts now I do very much appreciate the work that you have done for the temple of Abadar and of course saving the life of cleric mice but there are other towns and other baronies of the county of Murat who do have their own smaller offshoots of the temple, their own churches, their own chapels, and they are still taxed the same as all others across Murat. If this were a system we would need to implement, it would need to be implemented fairly and in a more widespread fashion. Something like that, I believe, would need to be handed down from the count himself. Well, as it is very important to me uh, 
as it would show a big leap in civilization in my town as before it's almost barbaric the way they uh they asked for 4000 gold from my town and i'm sure you have looked at the income of our town or know the generals of course these it's i'm sorry i did not mean to interrupt sir Austin. no by all means go on these tax collectors they purchase their licenses directly from the count and there is no real scale or bearing beyond their own judgment that they use to assess the value of these towns and their holdings uh, based on the documents that you yourself have uh, presented here the value of stockies has increased exponentially under your very short rule i can understand erring on the side of caution uh, these tax collectors of course they report directly to the count and his palace it would be safer for them to over collect than it would be to possibly be seen as trying to short the county as it would be yes and i totally i i understand that i want to make it fair for everyone i want to make it to be within the law so there is something that anyone can look back and say this is how it is supposed to be done but as you i and, appreciate that's how his laws work as you and nell that are in here right now right trying to push this through yes. do yes. either of you have knowledge local or knowledge nobility uh very much so roll me one of those uh i don't particularly care which they both seem relatively applicable to this situation uh a 29 knowledge local from Nell. So as you discuss with the archbanker here, uh, though you don't have necessarily a direct understanding of taxes and how they should be collected or how these, these very bureaucratic systems work, as Nell has put the, a large amount of effort in his life to distancing himself from as much of that as physically possible. Well, you, now remember that his father is a part of minor bureaucracy. Yeah, so attempting to distance himself. <laughs> you have heard of it. Yeah, you have lived with this. You grew up with this. You understand how these things, to a, to an extent, should function, and how in Marat they very much do not. Now, with a twenty-nine knowledge local, you can express this to the archbanker, and she nods. And with your going knowledge local over nobility, you're really twisting this on how it affects the people. Like, because you've it's been the on the back side of this now. the local communities. Exactly. These points are fair, says Dalwart. I, I understand. Especially with a town as initially underwhelming and as overgrown as Stockies was, it can feel difficult to ex expand, given the pressures of the overarching rule. I will bring this matter to the Count myself. I will petition for an audience with Count Lothied, and I will see if this is something we can implement. This does sound like an appropriate way to spread the light of civilization, and this is very well within Abadar's teachings. You are correct. This is something we should strive for. I would very much appreciate it. As someone looking to implement business practices in the entire area 
I would very much enjoy having more standardized forms of taxation. And for this, no, uh, for this Sir Stalwart, she wouldn't call you no. For this Sir Stalwart, I have these forms drawn up by several of our clergy. There, uh, You will see four copies of each that I will need filled identically, and she slides this across to you, and that's going to be what you're doing for the rest of the evening. But you have had... (laughs) You have had success on bringing this to her and expressing to her that this is something that's not functional at the moment and something that's not enabling growth as it should. So you're there until the evening, finishing out whatever bureaucratic paperwork you need to do. Meanwhile, Inori and uh, Kahina and Baylor, are you following along with her? Yes. What are What is your hope? What are you trying to do? Um, I would guess we would be riding and then back towards um, Stucky's Pensaris that way and stopping every couple of, you know, couple of miles or whatever and seeing if, um, I guess, Inori can reach out and reach. So you're all heading out of Lothidar. Yeah, we're, we're leaving. And as you, uh, as you ride out, you head down the southern road, and it, Inori, you don't have to stop. I mean, she doesn't have to stop and, like, not ride to try to see if she can contact Skarn. Reaching out, riding past the various caravans and traders, you still find no contact with your blade. There's nothing, there's nothing connecting. For now, Skarn truly seems to be gone. Unfortunately, you really don't have any lead on where he is. As you head down that southern road, are you heading out towards Pensaris, then out to the to Baron O'Kara's lands to go check the other smaller city nearby? Where exactly did we pass the uh, tax collector sleeping again? Uh, the tax collector sleeping would have been before... Uh, the, you hit the fork to Pensaris. So unless you rode, you were riding on the road back to Stockies after that, uh, after that, you wouldn't pass by there. Okay. We head when we get to that point. Well, she probably at... made more progress today. I mean, that's where you saw them. Yeah. This is like mid-afternoon now. So riding up next to Baylord, just be like, so if we come across them, you did not a. Uh... I, I got your rides down towards the fork. You wouldn't have obviously passed them on the road. It's possible they headed off towards Pensaris to go continue doing tax collecting things, though their wagon was quite full. Possibly headed off to Pensaris to convert their previous tax collections into actual money. We have any idea. Does anybody know anything about the Night Swan? Like maybe a lead as to a possible where sure hideout might be. I mean, do we know anyone in the Stockies that might have, that, even if it's urban legends, I, I, we need to check these things. We have no idea where she is or what right. she's done. I could potentially get us as much information as anyone has in a given city. So Pinsars? time to rest and prepare my spells again. Do you... 
Are you wanting to ask around or just like, what do you know? Because I mean, you don't, you've kind of gone over what you know and it's not much, but if you stopped in Stockies or Pensaris and were trying to ask what anyone there might know about the Night Swan, you could make another diplomacy yeah, or knowledge local whatever. and learn. I think, I think we're going to go to Pensaris, right? First? Mm -hmm. Is that what we're thinking? Yeah. I would not be opposed to a detour in Pensaris. We are all still very tired. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So as you uh, hit the fork, of course, you are all very much fatigued. Uh, approaching the fork that splits east to Stockies and west. West to Stockies, east to Pensaris, sorry. Out to the west, over the tree line, you see a column of smoke coming up from about a, a half mile down the road. It's not massive. It's not like it's a forest fire or something, but it's bigger than a campfire. We've got to go check it out. There's smoke. And do we, though? Yes. Yes, do we do. We, I, I, we, I think if the next... If it's only like a half mile out of the way, it's. I would suggest not it, especially. Take a time. Especially since the Night Swan struck this way, she could have struck somewhere else. It may give us a lead to Ciaran. <sighs> it's worth a shot. All right, fine. Let's check it out. So you turn. It won't stop us from reaching Pensaris tonight. And gathering information. Yeah, you turn away okay. from your original plan and. Head, start heading a bit down the road back towards Stockies just to see what on earth is this column of smoke and maybe 10 15 minutes of riding down the way you see the camp where originally uh, the tax collector Gyato Eta and her men had parked for the night before the wagon, a still smoldering black charred husk with it and all of the harvest that had taken inside of it burned to ash. Uh, much of the grass in the small area around it has charred out and burned as well, but the fire appeared to have been contained. Uh, there's a large uh, a bunch of dirt and stones have been thrown around the edge to stop it from spreading further before it truly became an unstoppable force. And there is much chaos of footprints from man and animal on the ground where there had clearly been a large ruckus here. Um, but I guess so. Etta and her guards and her horses are all gone. They just abandoned the burnt wagon. Are there any bodies at all? No. Huh. <laughs> all right. Time to roll some perception and see yeah. what other stuff we can find. So I'll take a look. Give me can... a give me a perception, sure, and also a survival to see what you can suss out here. I don't really have a survival, but I'll give you both. None of us really have a survival, but we can all try. Jeez. Um, I am just not there's there's no I got a 20 on perception. Okay. I don't think any of us considered survival important since we were in the Senate Hall. 
Right. And it wasn't important in the Senate Hall, but you did eventually leave the Senate Hall. Uh, 20 on perception from Minori and a 20 or from, uh, from oh, Baylor, rather. Baylor. And a 21 on survival, 20 on survival. also from Baylor. Baylor assesses the situation. Yeah, <laughs> Good. It, I'm glad somebody. Everyone is everyone is very tired. explaining right now. Everyone is very tired. It's okay. Kahin is fine with it. And I'm and old and used to being tired. And you're also an elf <laughs> and a half elf, rather. And dude, don't. I mean, you need to sleep, but lack of sleep does not affect you as much as it does these human sorts, apparently. So as they're looking around and poking through the ruins, Baylor, you find a few things to kind of piece together what has happened here. You can see uh, off the road, not terribly long ago, uh, around the morning, several horses had ridden up nearby on the road and stopped and the men on them disembarked and headed towards and around where the burnt area of the fire is. Um, you, they passed by a lot of areas where dirt and rock has been scooped out of the ground. These people clearly came to help try to con uh, contain the fire. You also see three sets of footprints about 40 yards out from this circle of fire back towards a tree line south of the road. Uh, these three sets of footprints didn't come any closer than that. And following them back into the trees, they appear to have stalked about 100 yards east through the trees. Uh, so you're following them west back towards Stockies until they turned back up towards the road where they mounted on horses and rode back out further west towards Stockies. Looking from there where they had had their little vantage point at the camp, you head towards the wagon. And among the ash of the now destroyed half of the harvest from the town, you find one or two lone arrowheads uh, with their shafts mostly burned out to a crisp and just a small amount extending back out from the arrowhead itself. So. Both arrowheads smell of oil. I I assuming you share this with us? Yes. <laughs> okay. So it either... appears someone came along and from a distance shot flaming arrows and set this whole thing ablaze. So either the Night Swan made another stop, the Beggarwood made a stop, or our own people came and made a stop. Is it a... We're, we're, we're kind of thinking they shot from that tree? Is that what you said? The like, tree lines. Is that a difficult shot for an average maybe a boo-boo type? <laughs> Hitting. Yeah. You, you sizing it up uh, yeah, like hitting a, an entire wagon. Yeah, like a 20-yard oh, shot to hit a whole wagon. I don't know if it's 20 yards, though. It's, it's yeah. not a difficult shot okay. at all. Not a difficult. Um, so you're thinking Bubo did this. If you are even proficient with a bow, you could probably make that shot I mean, fairly easily. Uh, that might be... If maybe. you weren't proficient in a bow, you still have a decent chance of making mm -hmm. that shot. All right, fair enough. Well, whoever did... Stop the fire, so it's obviously someone who didn't want the fire to rage out of control back towards Stockies. 
So if the Night Swan is the champion of the people or the thief uh, that hates nobles, then that makes sense for the Night Swan, but it also makes sense for our own people who are mad about half their harvest being gone to make sure that no, if they can't have it, then no one else can. Which, honestly, I don't blame them. We should have just given her the money and then come and slit her throat. Kahina! I'm sorry! She's... Mm. Anyway... She really got under your skin, huh? I did not like her at all. Um, can you can you reach out to Ciaran again if the Night Swan... This was the works of the Night Swan. I'm, I'll try again. I, I'm going to walk away from them and maybe go up on the, the tree line by myself and really dig in and focus and try to maybe expand my range and try harder. And you put everything you've got into like trying to mentally force out this telepathic connection, like physically trying to push your brain against the inside of your skull, pushing it, <laughs> but nothing. Oh, she's just going to sit there for a few minutes. Um, we go on from here. We should head into Pensaris and report this. Yes, that sounds like a good idea. Come along, Anori, to Pensaris to see if we can find anything else out about the Night Swan and report this so that, you know, we're not blamed for it. So the group of you saddle back up and hit back on the road heading out to Baron O'Kara's main city. So cut to you arriving in Pensaris as the sun begins to set late in the afternoon. You ride into the relatively small town of Pensaris, which you've been to before, but only very briefly to, uh, to hire the contractors to initially fix the mill, right? You pretty much came through here, right. stopped by and headed back out almost immediately. And it's a relatively small community just kind of nestled along the southern shore of the Lake of Pensaris. And kind of similar to Dame Krebs, this is the other of the towns in Marat that has actually grown up around the noble estate. And which was what was originally a very small fishing hamlet uh, kind of around Baron O'Kara's home as his home grew into the probably the smallest of the major nobles' estates in Marat. So too did that little fishing hamlet rise up around the coast and turn into Pensaris proper. So kind of like Thrushmore, but with less, you know, necromancy Eldritch. and eldritch nonsense. Kind of. Less mist and Few ten fewer tentacles. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but a very similar looking place. And as you arrive, one of the first places that you would pass riding in now very much fatigue, bordering on total exhaustion for the group here. One of the first places you would pass was a tavern uh, simply named the Hogshead on the outskirts of Pensaris. Didn't put a whole lot of effort into that one, apparently. <laughs> and there would be a few horses 
uh, lashed to the hitching posts around the front of the hogshead itself. It's a decently sized tavern. It's the main one for travelers coming into and out of Pensaris because it is a pretty decent little trade community. Uh, most of the visitors and the travelers that come through here are doing much what you did before, coming in for either contractors or trading in, well, mostly things that come from the lake. It's still at its heart a fishing community. But of the few people around in the streets outside, one man uh, with his uh, breastplate and helmet still on is leaning with his arms crossed against the front of the building, just kind of looking up at the sky outside the hogshead. And as you ride, he hears the horse, so he just kind of turns and looks at you just because he hears the thing coming. And you recognize one of the guards from Lady Etta's caravan that had come to Stockies. And as you recognize him, he recognizes you, and his eyes go wide, and he uh, turns around towards the door and just bangs on the uh, the open door inside just to make noise and calls out, Lady Anna! Lady Anna! The lot from Stockies are here! And just kind of... <laughs> no, okay. Kinda what? The Ariel's gonna look at me and he's like, okay. Okay. And in very short order afterwards, Etta, clearly very drunk, comes stumbling out of the hog's head, hand on her rapier. And she points a hand up at the group of you. You! You set my wagon on fire! The cut will have your head! I'll have your damn head! And uh, she grasped a, a couple times down towards her sword and then pulls it quickly out of her sheath like up overhead not even pointing at you very drunk lady edda you forget yourself and the nobility to which you speak i'm going to intimidate turns out more than one of us can do that mm-hmm i'm 26. You got to that with a 26. To, to yell false accusations at the nobility of Stuckies when we have spent all night and most of the day riding after the Night Swan, who robbed our house in the middle of the night last night. We have been nowhere near your camp other than to pass it as we were tracking her into the forest back towards Lothidon. And she looks at you and kind of wavers a bit as the rest of her men also spill out of the tavern in various states of intoxication. Uh, also hands on their weapons. And if Etta, you feel continued to threaten us, I have a nice I have a nice pair of stocks and stockies. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm sure Baron O'Kara would love to put you in his at my say. She kind of wavers a bit. But lowers her sword down to her side and lets the tip just drag in the dirt. Shakes her head. The, the Night Swan? The Night Swan robbed our house last night. We've been chasing her all night. So if you want to look for someone who probably robbed you on her way out of Stockies, you would do well to look for her yourself. But... Where is the Night Swan in Stockies? I would assume... That's what we'd like to know. I, that's what we've been trying to figure out all night and how she got into our house. Kind of looks down at the ground for a second. 
Just breathes deep a couple of times, and the guards just kind of look at her and look back at you, hands still on their swords, not really sure what they're supposed to be doing, because he's drunk and not really saying anything. <laughs> she turns back to her guards and just motions back to the tavern and sheathes her sword back again. Call have my head. I can't pay him. Time nights one. It's supposed to only be a problem in Lothidar. She doesn't leave Lothidar. What? Apparently, she's widening her search. Well, why is Stockies? It's like you nothing. Let me ask you this. Do you have any leads, anything you've ever heard as to maybe where her hideout might be, allegedly? Because we are looking for her. Well, she lives in the trees south of the road. That's where the arrows came from. Um, I apologize, lady, what's your face? Lost Whatever. But, I, I, you understand the assumption that, uh, you we... stood up to me and then you, my wagon catches fire in the night and then, you ride into Pensaris the next evening for Dabadar be damned reasons. Is sure, we, uh, we understand. We can pass along your story to him as well. We had already planned on reporting and seeing this. I was actually going to say how nice it was to see that you were actually alive. For a moment, we actually worried that you weren't. For now! Until, like, the can I get back to Lothidar without Saki's taxes? You got robbed, though. It has <sighs> nothing to do with you. That's not his problem. He can't put you to death because you got robbed. Can he? He can't put me to death if I drink myself to death first, can he? Well, if you manage to sober up in enough in the morning that you could actually recall most of what happened, we would love to hear it, because maybe it could help us catch whoever did this to you. We are just as upset at the waste of our crops from our people. She rubs her eyes. You... You're just dealing with people who are out of it today. <laughs> do, yeah. Do, you don't... You had Linus with you. Are you working for Sir Guzan? All tribunes are working in the for the count and for Sir Guzan. Don't don't we all work for the count? I some more directly than I, others. Yeah, Us I guess. not very directly. I'll okay. Hmm. Linus is currently in Lothidar with my husband, talking to the Archbanker. I've only papers. three silver left anyway. I guess it's better to put to a room than more drink. If you're here in the morning, I didn't see much, but I'll tell you what I got. All right. Try to sleep it off. And then I'll just motion to Baylor and Anori to let's go. And she uh, just kind of staying there. Like if you will actually just like ride 
past her on the road as he just drunkenly watches you all go by. Just kind of waves, puts her hand up, and then stumbles back into the tavern. We should get a message to O'Kara at least. If he can't yeah. see us tonight, tonight, that's fine, but tonight. we'd like to speak with him about this. In the morning. Hopefully in the morning. Uh, well, um... Raven! Hand this to Baylor. I'm not sure how to use this thing. Maybe, uh... This maybe is the Raven know figurine? Yeah, the, the, what, the Raven figurine. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you're the one who identified it, so you are the one who knows yeah, how you to do, use if it. If you identified it with Spellcraft, you understand exactly how it works. That, oh, well, that gives I you what it does. Absolutely not. Because <laughs> remember, this was back. back when I had never successfully identified it. This back when Baylor is only a book smart wizard. Unless you tell him the activation word, you are the only one who can use it. I don't even know what the activation. You word. do it's when you identify. Because you, like in character, you know because gotcha. you're the one who identifies. It's it. like magical nonsense, just like casting a spell. It has like a magical phrase that activates it that you learn as part of a successful spellcraft check. But uh, without sharing that, you are actually the only one who knows how to use the bird. <laughs> who knows Perfect. the schmeckeldorf that turns the bird on? If yes, you no. tell somebody who is non-magical the magic activation word for something, can they just use it? Yeah, yes. that's the point of a command word, is okay. so that non-magical people can access the magic. It's and password items. protected, okay? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. basically it. It's pretty much a verbal password. That's the whole point of a command word. It's like, you just have to say Schmeckeldorf, and the bird will work. Tiny peasant, here you go. Like, Schmeckeldorf me if you need me. That's uh, a... <laughs> that's... Oh, and this is my perfect opportunity to now with this thing in my hand. I can put my arcane mark on it because it's mine. <laughs> you can put your arcane mark on it because it's yours. This and is my figurine. Its express purpose is to be sent to mine. other people. So, uh, you ride oh, into town and you're hoping you're just heading towards Baron O'Kara's uh, estate. Since we're here anyway, I assume we can call on someone to let them know he. we know he probably can't see us tonight. If he could, that's great, but we would like to speak with him tomorrow. So as okay. you ride uh, yeah, yeah, as you ride in towards his estate to meet with one of his uh, guards or servants or whoever it is that you can just talk to him and be like, hey, we need to set up a meeting with Baron O'Kara. Whoever he has that manages that particular thing. Nori, you feel a presence in your head. And shortly afterward, a voice. Oh, by whatever gods there may actually be, that you finally do it, girl. Ciara, where where are you? Do you have any idea? I uh, pick a warehouse. I'm not sure. I didn't see you coming in here, but at least I'm out of the bag now. It's dark, so it's a dark warehouse without windows. I might need more than that, my friend. Well, did faintly hear no, water, so it can't be terribly far from a, a lake shore. That's good. Okay, we hear water. All right, and I'm gonna say that out loud to people. He, I can hear him. He, he says there's there's water near him. Is he moving? Uh, no, he said he was in a warehouse. Um, you're not moving, are you? You're in a I, warehouse. Like no, I'm laying on a stone floor, and I gotta say it's relatively uncomfortable at this point. I haven't slept yet, Siarn, so I understand your pain, okay? I'm oh, that's great. 
I've been in a sack for two days. Oh. Okay. Let me know when you're feeling better so and you, you can get around to it. I'll still be here. Probably. I'm doing the best I can. Trying to find you. Look, what city even is this? It gets two days to catch up. We can't be that far from Well, I haven't heard from you in a while. We're we're just entering near Pensaris, so obviously you're close to this. Oh, how many warehouses can Pensaris possibly have? It's not that big of a town. I'm I'm sensing that sarcasm. Well, looking around It's really not. (laughs) It's it's Half sarcastic, but half he's he's not wrong. Okay, that's <laughs> it's good. Not, it's not a terribly large city. It's a small town. But, and, but the uh, problem is, is we're fatigued. You so. are fatigued, and you're bordering on exhausted. And uh, sleep. The lake shore has maybe five or six different storage buildings along the edge of the town. Uh, most of the areas are piers or docks or little boat houses. Uh, actual just warehouses, there's, you can count them on your fingers. But but near water, there's five or six, you yeah, said? Like, yeah, five, four or five that are actually near water, like off, uh, on the edge of the lakeshore itself. And so he's here. I've, I've... This is like evening, right? This is getting to evening, yeah. Sun's still up, but not by much. We should find somewhere to sleep. I, have I, know, to get to him. Get, I know you do. You two get the message to O'Kara that we'd like to speak with him in the morning. I've got to dig through this bag. <laughs> what? what do we... He's got to dig through his bag. Pay attention. I have something for this. I just don't know exactly where. <laughs> <laughs> so, <sighs> Belor's got a master plan. If uh, that's a master plan, if I've ever heard one, I do believe. Okay. So, you, uh, Inori, and Kahina are going to continue up to Baron O'Kara's estate. Uh, you speak with the servant. The Baron does spend most of his time in Pensaris, and he actually hasn't ridden out to anywhere else since he returned back from Stockies. He doesn't have any proper appointments or anything tomorrow, so you can actually come meet with him tomorrow morning. Excellent. That's perfectly fine. Thank you very much. Baylor, what's in your sack, buddy? (laughs) What a loaded question. I would have first rode out towards near the warehouses and then started digging through it, and it takes me 10 minutes. Okay. So would they have caught up by this point? Um, ten minutes. Uh, Pensaris isn't terribly large. Ten minutes. Uh, you'd be done a little before they get back to you, but just a little before they get back to you. All right. Can a master plan include small items that other party members has that you would have just asked for? No, it is his own items. That's the whole okay. point of the fund. He, no, he I, doesn't I, need you. I, I have a set value worth of stuff gotcha. that is in here, and when I pull something out, it deducts from that value. Yeah, he doesn't need your items. He was already prepared for this. Hmm. I mean, I've got a pretty good item for this, right. too. So, Baylor is a hoarder. Okay. <laughs> now yeah, we've established that. Pull out a scroll of locate object. Okay. Oh, so, as evening passes on, you were prepared for this. You thought this may be important in the, in the coming time, and you pull out the scroll of prepare object. 
that you stored in your sack for just this exact situation. What's that do exactly? I assume yeah, it's pretty much what it says on the tin. But <laughs> what? You, you, you sense the direction of a well-known or clearly visualized object. I think I literally got a 49 on Spellcraft examining this sword before. Pretty sure it's well-known to yeah, me. Yeah, I would say that you definitely have wow. a well-known uh, understanding of the Black Blade, yes. So what do you have so to do? The spell is going to last three minutes, and it has a radius of 520 feet for me. Okay. I don't know if that's going to be close enough. So I, well, I want to start at one of the warehouses, cast it, and then ride past as many of them as I can and see if it picks up in any of these warehouses. Okay. So you, uh, before the party gets back with you, you pull out your scroll, your master plan, and you cast the spell on yourself. And you start to ride down the shore what is it does it is it literally you know a direction or is it like pinpoint where the thing is it's it's a direction if it's within that range uh, so if past... i'm not close enough to the first one yeah i mean it... these warehouses are relatively small pensars isn't a great a great a huge place you have at best like a hundred foot across warehouse you could ride in 30 seconds and get that entire radius across all of the coastal warehouses here and you would be able to narrow it down to one. Uh, the northernmost one closest to the outskirts of Pansaris itself. And from the road, with your sense of direction to this blade, you know that Ciaran is inside. Then if they haven't found me by that point, I would and find shortly, them. Shortly afterward, an Orient Kahina would catch up with you. What did you find, Baylor? This is the warehouse it's in. He's in there? He you sure? Okay. I'm 100% sure this is where. What? Wait, 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 wait. What? Baylor. I'm very tired. <laughs> I don't know that this is going in swords drawn is the best idea. Maybe. Good news. Inori can't go in swords drawn because she doesn't have her. Boom, got him. I she have the one Dave Nell gave me. Now you a have hum. a sword, but let yeah. me have my joke. Thank you very much. So, maybe we bluff our way inside? Or, I mean, going with your approach, I'll entertain it for a second. What if we tell the Baron and he lets us go in in the morning? I mean, that would be fine too. We could go in with soldiers. But I'm just worried that it's going to be, mo if he's moved, moved, we might not find him again. I, I understand. How am I, I supposed to sleep? Like it's. That's why I said maybe if we have to go now, a little more subterfuge and a little less flashing of steel. Maybe we bluff our way in to see exactly She's not what's saying in don't go in. She's saying, saying don't go in wildly waving oh. your swords around trying yeah, to murder someone. Yeah, saying sneak, more sneaky, less punchy. Okay. 
So I'm going to do... I'm going to use my uh, sleeves of many garments and change my more regal appearance that I normally keep and change into something a little more tavern winch. Try to look more basic. More basic, We can do that. We can look more basic. We can look more basic, and I believe I can even, and we'll see how, how basic I can look. Let's see here. Let's roll this. I'm 20 on disguise. Can you make us look basic? Okay, so 20 on disguise. What are you trying to Just, do I mean, disguise? just to not look like Kahina Avendago um, Noble. Okay. Okay. And more kind of like a drunken bar winch. And just kind of like... Okay. So... We can just. Um, my plan is go into the go to the front door, knock and see who answers, or try to let myself in and drunkenly stumble in. And then we kill them all, right? I mean, we can. Just, maybe, maybe, maybe we murder everyone. What What do you it, think, Baylor? It, it's not a hundred percent off the table, but very hopefully, it will not go that way. <laughs> three fifths of the party of the party. Three fifths of the party, while fatigued, should have no problem dealing with whatever the Night Swan displayed for Murak County, playing Murak County for several years is. Great idea. Fight him. Fisticuffs. So, 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 so I mean, like, is there someone like guarding this warehouse? I assume there's no, someone at the front door. There no. is actually not. Uh, approaching the warehouse, it is on the bank of the lake. Uh, Prince Aris is kind of nestled around like the southern and western border of the Pensaris Lake itself. So it is on the western side of the lake with a large pair of uh, like big 10-foot double doors facing into town. That's what you immediately see. So, grab Baylor. She grabs Baylor and she goes, Guess who my new husband or my new uh, friend for the night is, because we can pull this off. Don't worry, I haven't. Nori heard. just needs to stick to the shadows. Or, yeah. or even yeah. better, just she's going to go over there and start ruffling up a Nori to look like the other. Hey, don't mess up No, the no, hair. no, 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 it's good, it's good. Act drunk. And me and my girlfriend here are taking our new friend to the warehouse for some fun. Oh jeez, Kahina! I just no, no, it'll sure work. It'll work. Thing. It's they don't expect us to turn on them if we have to. If we're just stupid and drunk and looking for a place to have sex, you are stupid and drunk and have a glave on you. <laughs> I mean, your glaive. I mean, he's a very, he's a very, he's a very rich old man. Well, no, you have the glaive. I, I hear the king shame Baylor's preferences here. I'm, I'm just saying I'm you just are, saying. you are clearly armed. Yeah. And armored. Unless you're going in without your armor. Because again, the well, size I mean, of any garments doesn't disguise us to make us look like we're not armored? You can't disguise the fact that you're wearing armor. Not right. non-magically. Hmm. I mean, I, I mean, have... I'm not armed or armored. He's yeah, you're not. not I mean, Miller's not. He's not armed We could armor, do but, that. You've got but, the... Uh, don't you have the... You've got the... Um, you've got the... Uh, uh, the wand, right? Of mage armor? You could, okay, then you'd be visibly mage armored, but you wouldn't have regular armor I mean, on. It's like the blue shimmering field of protection. Yeah. 
Is that better or worse than I'm wearing a chain shirt? Is the both question. Both are pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you're not like wearing full plate or anything. Yeah, what? Both you have chain shirts on? Uh, yeah, I don't even think I have chain shirt. I think I have leather armor. I'm so, yeah, pretty it's sure like, you've got a chain shirt. Oh, no, I do have chain shirt. Yeah, so you both have chain shirts. I mean, it's light armor. You have just like a yeah. chain shirt on. It's visible under your clothes. But I mean, but we can not. just look like drunken, drunken adventurers looking for a place not drunken, to have to pay yeah. to spend the night. So, all right, kids, what are we doing? I say we go right. in the front door and pretend we're drunk. And then if they stop us, then we turn on them. This door is large and probably not going to just open. Walk around the warehouse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but act like we're looking for a place to like. As crazy as it sounds, and I, I, I absolutely hate this idea, but maybe we should sleep and just get Baron to help us in the morning. So I mean, we can. walks off the road and looks around the corner. He does see a side door, but a much more regularly sized side door that leads in near the back I mean, of the warehouse. We could go and pretend like we're looking yeah. for a place to... A motion over. Well, you guys could go to the front, and I could walk in the side and try to... Well, I mean, the side door would be the best bet for everybody, I think. Less noise. Come on, come on. Yeah, let's All go. All right, fine. Come on, arm you? around each girly. So the three of you approach this side door. I'm just dragging all of you for simplicity's sake. What are we doing? Quick look around back. Doesn't look like as much. Doesn't appear to be anything back there, and it falls off to the uh, the lake shore pretty soon afterwards. I didn't put that on you. I don't. Roll twenty to anything where we get random icons again. Hey, let's look at this door. Uh, it looks like a fairly plain wooden door, but if you would like to look at it, look at it in case of traps. I would like free. to look at it, look at it. Look at we it. Wanna, we want to give it a good old looking. I want a 25 perception look at it. A 25 perception, you look over the door. The door seems plain enough, but that's how they get you. And Baylor has activated enough traps with his face in his day to know that you don't just walk through a door into what is very possibly a waiting ambush. You don't see any wires attached to the handles or the frames you don't see any triggers around the edge of the door itself everything seems to be normal does can we tell if the door is locked you can try the handle i, I just didn't know if there was like a visible lock or anything before before he does that though i'm gonna try again i'm like i'm gonna call out to crn and say i i think we're right outside are there any guards in there that I need to know about? Can you see anybody? Any movement? Anything? I would absolutely let you in on that information if I could see through the pitch blackness, girl! There's no windows! I don't see anything! He's not being very cooperative, guys, so... <laughs> Ask if he hears anyone moving around in there. Okay. How about here? You can hear people around. I did movement. before, but... I haven't in the last few hours. Haven't, he hasn't heard anybody in a few hours. Whoever was moving around here is a real quiet sort. Uh, they're going through the extra effort to, for whatever reason, sneak around a sword or they've just got a real acrobatic lightness to them. They walk very, very quietly. Haven't so, heard more than one set of footsteps, though. So unless they've been sitting here 
crouching with some master plan for days. There ain't gonna be more than one of them. I say we go in. I would convey that, and I, I think it might be the Night Swan if she's what everyone cracks her up to be. Might be her. A wooden door is thin enough to detect magic through. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. I assume that is what you want to do, then. I would like to point one through and kind of move around outside of it, seeing how much I could pick up inside. So you at the edge of the door cast a detect magic, trying to suss out what you can possibly find there. Now, unfortunately, casting spells is not quiet, so if you want to be kind of close to the door while you do this, they're going to hear spells being cast outside. But you do unmistakably detect the aura of Ciaran. Uh, nearer the center, but closer to the front of the warehouse itself. You also detect something else. A cluster of six, seven, eight minor magical signatures of various schools of magic nearly on top of each other. You cast the tech magic enough times to know that's either a cache or a person with a lot of magical gear. That much, though. Sounds like a sounds like a cache to me. That sounds like possibly the night swan to me. Time to make ourselves. So, fun. are you coming in here, or should I just ready myself for another night in this pleasant little warehouse? Guys, he's uh. He's getting really impatient. Was that CR or did all of us hear that? No, they, uh, oh, that was CR. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Let's go meet the night swan. I'm going in. You carefully. Try, try the door slowly. Slowly open the door. And the light from outside spills in the, the relatively small warehouse here. Uh, just barely illuminating all the way to the backside of the warehouse itself. But leaving the rest of it still shrouded in darkness. Lead in, Nori. I've got your back. (laughs) Nori kind of steps inside, looks around. Don't immediately see anything, but you hear in your voice, Well, it's about damn time. Now come over here and get me before bad stuff starts happening. Thought you couldn't see. I can when you're standing in the damn doorway, girl. I'm off to your left. You head out feeling your way through almost complete darkness here. Do you want to cast light or anything, or is it... Yeah. I, I was worried at first about that, but yeah, I think it's time for to put some light on. You kind of already spilled, a, yeah. spilled the light in here from yeah. outside. So Stay I'm going to... Yo, sorry. Swap these real quick. And you... Quickly, with a cantrip, cast a basic light spell on yourself and illuminate the warehouse and Ciaran simply laying on the ground. 
uh, near what appears to be a sizable loading dock behind the double doors. Uh, the ground outside to the south of the building rises onto a little bit of a hill up to this door, so the f floor level that you're standing on is not level with the road out front. It's about five feet higher than that impression over here that you can see. Be careful. Look for I am definitely going to, as I get closer, examine, make sure, see there's, if there's anything out of the ordinary. Maybe a booby Magic guy! I really want my sword back! <laughs> With a net 20 on perception, a 29, you look very cautiously around the now illuminated warehouse, making absolutely certain that you are not going to be missing whatever there is. You see piles of boxes, you see barrels, uh, the, the odor of fish product is near overwhelming in here, but it seems like the majority of the crates and boxes have been here for a very long time. A, uh, a thin layer of dust coats most of them other than this stack here in the middle, which seems to be the only actual product that the warehouse has moved recently, and that's where the odor comes from. But you see no signs of anyone else, no signs of any traps. Just your Where side. was the cluster I detected? Like what general it was direction? Around the center of the warehouse. Then I'm I'm going over to him cautiously. And so you walk over cautiously, but quickly towards the CRN. It wasn't it. Oh. If something was gonna happen, it would have happened by now. Just pick me up and let's be done with it. I'll pick him up and just put him back in the sheath as she shakes her head. You know, you kinda, she looks a little upset by it, but she's got her sword back. She's happy. You would hear a voice as you sheath the sword away. A voice rings out from the center of the room, not 10, 15 feet from you. You know, I'd heard much better things about the group of you. Didn't expect it would take you this long. And appearing in a flourish, a literal flourish with a cape from her cloak, her invisibility, whatever it was, a woman appears before you standing atop the central crate of boxes. She's clad in simple leather armor with an assortment of daggers and knives at one side of her hip and a two-winged black and white mask perched on her face. In her hands is a very interesting weapon, uh, what appears to be a long stretch of chain with a short sword at one end and a hook at the other, about 15 feet long in total. And she kind of casually starts to swing the short sword end around in very small circles next to her rattling the chain slightly. But you did it! So you're far less worthless than the rest of those sorts around Marat, I suppose? I just want my sword back. That's I all. And I figured as much. I even left it for you. As a matter of fact, I believe I took it fairly and squarely. You can have your sword. I care not to steal whatever these 
ill-gotten relics are from far-off lands. I'll make you an exchange. You take that sword back with you, back to your home and stockies and whatever other goods you hold, and you take them all and leave this place. And I see none of your faces again. We understand, Miss Nightswan, that you have an issue with the nobles. But if you had just wanted to talk to us, instead of stealing from us, we would have entertained you properly and spoken with you about the good of the people. Since she, that's what you seem to claim to be about. She turns atop her pile of boxes about ten feet up at the top of the stack, slowly still spinning the sword end of her weapon towards Kahina. And says, really? I have no interest in this worthless bureaucracy you sorts keep. No, my messages are far simpler and far more effective. I've seen what you've done. I've seen what you've done around stockies. You think you can come in here, the new faces among these aristocratic fat cats? Spend a, a realistically insignificant amount of your own wealth to build a mill here, fill in potholes there, acts of supposed good faith that serve your own interests. But you're no different. I've seen the same from all who came before you. You serve your own purposes, and I'm sure none other. And what exactly are you doing? Oh, night swan, stealing from the rich to give to the poor, rising oh, above everybody else. What makes you so much better than anybody else? You're just a thief in the night. A thief of ill-gotten gains. Taking this wealth unearned and spreading it back to the people who so very much deserve it. Ah, so burning the rest of our crops that we had already planned to go and collect and secretly return to our own people was your idea of returning it to the people. Thanks for that. She looks down at you, puzzled. What game is this? You think we wanted to just hand over half of our crops to these people and get extorted in the first few months that we've been here fixing And make things? our people miserable after we had worked so hard to build the town back up? He just looks back and forth between the Kahina and Nori. I know not of these deeds you speak. I've burnt nothing. It would serve no purpose. <laughs> Our own people attacked the tax collector. <gasps> oh, well, maybe. I, as I will... fair as in their rights to do. As what service is the count given to earn such a take? None. None at all. My dear, you have no idea who we are and for what purpose we are here. But believe me, the Count is not in our good graces. And she looks down to Kahina. You accepted his service. You submitted yourselves to his rule and work within his confines. That's the only way we'll ever make any lasting change. No! Change is not wrought in paper or in protest. Changes run at the end of a sword with force. Nothing else will show them the error of their ways. What ah. do you hope to accomplish if this is even more than some ruse? What we hope to accomplish, honestly, is none of your business. But 
what I can tell you is we do honestly have the will and the good the good hope of the people in our in our hearts. We do wish for the people of Stockies and the people of Marat altogether to have a better future. It's what we've been working at since we came here. And she stops spinning her sword and quickly pulls the chain in both hands to whip the sword, uh, the hilt of the sword, sword into her hand. This nonsense! I saw you in Lothidar. Spending the wealth you'd gleaned from the citizens you so dearly claim to protect. We haven't taken anything from our citizens. All the money that we have spent in Lothidar is purely our own. We had not even realized the tax collector was coming to collect taxes. We hadn't. We thought the Church of Loth, or the Church of Abadar, took care of all of that. We were shocked as the next person when this random upstart showed up. Make me a diplomacy check. Okay. For those words. Well, if I can get this thing to click off her and onto my character or, sheet, I surely will. Do, 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 diplomacy. Yeah, diplomacy Woo! or a knowledge nobility, either one. You're a bard, so diplomacy, obviously. Diplomacy wins. Uh, so you get a... 26. 26 on diplomacy. And she looks confused. Like this wasn't how she saw this going in her head. She looks down at you. That's one we are not who you think, who you have painted us as. Believe me. I... I'm Kahina Ambendego. I'm not Kahina Rostam. I find these words difficult to believe, but they ring of truth. What sort of nobles are you? <laughs> not very good ones. Stand aside and let us do what we're trying to do, and you'll find out. Yeah, we can't really throw all the details at you, but uh, if you sense that we're telling the truth, so... If only for be... your own safety. But believe us that we are trying to work for the better good in a little more public way than you... than you do in a secret way. We she do not puts... wish our people harm. Or any of the people of Marat. We she wish wraps just a them few flourish. loops of the chain around her uh, sword hand as she, she's talking to bear the whole weapon in one hand and reaches up and pulls down her mask and uh, as she does you recognize Lady Lucrezia from the Jubilee that you had met very briefly, Honori specifically Lucrezia briefly. wow I remember you I'm not gonna lie, part of me thought it was Sepsenia no. <laughs> oh, that would have been too good, but she can't no. me. Now, when, when we did the whole thing with the spider, I knew it wasn't her, but yeah. for the longest, I thought it was her. Kahina's she... going to chuckle. She goes, oh, this just gets better and better. She looks down towards Inori. And I, you, as we spoke at the Jubilee, you and the tongue of these nobles, the top end, it sounded the same as any other. This is a change in tone the group of you have had, but again, I sense no treasonous intent among you. So you wear an actual mask when uh, some of the times we got to put on fake ones. 
how Imagine. best to get close to your enemy than by being his friend. Close indeed. And it took equal parts face and skill to send that crossbow bolt so near to the Count's heart that afternoon. That was not us. No, that was me. Oh, it really was you. Okay. He, I gotta tell you, he didn't seem very concerned about it for some reason. Even if you had killed him, Titus would have just stepped in and the situation wouldn't have been any better. Exactly. I met this Titus, of course. I've spoken with him. He's full of fear and false bravado. He'd have abandoned this country to my whims far sooner than his cousin. But this Bartleby has proven a thorn in the county's side for far too long. He's bold, I'll give him that. He doesn't fear these approaches even when they're so near upon his very life. Admittedly, he surprises me. How so? I wouldn't imagine him difficult to dislodge via one way or another, but with so many of my attempts so easily ignored, even a direct shot at his life, he shouldered off like it was nothing. Bartleby nothing doesn't Nothing short of fear. killing the man will free this county from his reign. To free this county from his reign, what you need is the people and the other baronies to rise up against him. The people Unified can govern front. themselves simply enough. Men are born and raised with all the knowledge they need to lead their lives, not some forceful overseeing hand of this aristocracy, not the fist of taxes or the sword of law as this church of Abadar so illicitly wields. You're with them, or perhaps fate has turned and you're with me. You rip out a thorn so carelessly, all you will do is more damage. Cut off the head and the beast will die. It is Cut as simple as that. Cut off the head that. and seven more will rise against you. This Lothian family is formless. Far be them some Hydra. What is it? You have been here, what, a mere two, three weeks? How would you have such intimate knowledge of the workings of this land and its good people? Our own people of Stockies have educated us quite well, as well as going to Moost. And now, hopefully, we were trying to come and visit Pinsaris to see what the people want, and then hopefully champion them to get what they need. If not from an uprising alone, the, not all aristocrats are like Bartleby. Do you have knowledge nobility, she who gave up bardic lore? Uh, did I put anything in that? I don't know that I did. Or knowledge local. No, I did. Nobility. I put I put some in knowledge nobility. Roll I have a plus me your seven. knowledge nobility for that. I was gonna say you have one of those two. I did. I took nobility. So with an eighteen on knowledge nobility, the night swan smiles and shakes her head. Fools, a lot of you. Once I too was so blind, 
believing that victory could be had through their so-called just means, within the bounds of their papers and their hollow words. That's why you take the papers and the hollowed words and you rewrite it in the people's words. There is Make no justice to be found working within their system. There's only take chaos with these no system, though. words back to Sir Rostam. As my offer has changed since that note I so carefully penned for the group of you. Perhaps... It may be for the best that you don't leave Marat County. But if you are here, you are for me and you are for her, for her, for her people. Or you are against us all. A simple pawn in Count Lothied's game. And she reaches back and grabs her cape and with a swoosh physically disappears. Twists away and is gone. And with that, I'm going to bed. <laughs> she nice. wants to take the whole system down. We'll discuss it when we are back with Dara. For now, I'm ready to go to bed. We yeah. have... That sounds like a good we idea. We have to find out who ambushed the tax collector in the morning, if not the night's one. We have other problems on our hands if that's the issue. Bedtime. <laughs> so, you know, Get more Gina's than out. you're done with this. You're like, I'm done. That's enough for nah, one night. I'm going to bed. Nah. <laughs> this nah, is bro. stupid. Can't relate. Hey, Nori, no. you can send a message up to Lothidar. To Dara and Nell, at least, letting them know that we did recover your sword and there is much to discuss. <laughs> I will do that. And as Ciaran would speak hotel. into Inori's mind, much to discuss. Is there really? How's the situation changed? Other we've seen this psychopathic bitch's face now. This is easy. Get on Gusan's good side. It's Lucrezia. Are we left? He doesn't need to start talking. Anori is definitely uh, pondering that to herself right now. Boop. <laughs> so there. So you guys, uh, you you head out back to uh, either you can head to the Hog's Head. And sharing in with Lady Etta and her friends. No. Or there is one other smaller tavern in <laughs> Pensaris. Uh, simply, uh, equally simply titled Ovacus's Lakeside. Difficult to say, but easy to write on the sign. That sounds like a winner to me. I like a lakeside view. I like lakeside view. It's a much more fancier name than the building really warrants is as you approach this very small, almost kind of shambles of a tavern. This is the the copper for a straw bed and a sheet kind of in 
rather than a silver for maybe an actual bed kind of in, but... But there's probably less drunk people yelling at us here. <laughs> well, there are less drunk people yelling at you, yes, and honestly, most of the traders and merchants come through head for the easier fare, close to the edge of town. It would be just the groupie who stay in the night. Uh, one fairly portly, very balding old man with a massive beard as if all the hair had simply fallen to the wrong side of his head. <laughs> Seems to run the whole operation by himself. And for the low, low price of a copper piece, offers you into a back room, which is a little better than a stable, in that the straw is in a kind of rectangular sack that you can sleep on. Offers you a greasy mug of ale for the night. Ugh. I'm gonna assume there's nowhere to uh, clean up. Oh, uh, you know, far, far from it, m'lady. We've the lake's right outside. Oh. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you very much. Of course. If you need anything, you, you come and let all, all of us know. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> and with that, I believe that is our evening. Uh, similarly, up in Lothidar, unless Dara and Nell had anything else they really wanted to get into, they're probably going to head to the same tavern as they uh, same as they always do. To I, just, the I sent them that message. <laughs> yeah, how long would it take the Raven to fly? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it could get As there. As the raven the... flies. Yeah, it would definitely get there during the night, so they would have that message probably around when they're going to sleep. Yeah, I just paid the silver to go to bed. Nothing particularly special about being in Lothadar. And with that evening falling and us having finally met this very elusive night swan, it seems like a pretty good time to take our midstream break real quick, like, if that's good with everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we got everybody back. Are we, we team team action team ready to get back into this? Yeah. Uh -huh. What is that team from? Team sleepy team. Team team action uh -huh. team. I remember that from something. Beard beard action beard. Oh my god! I haven't heard that in so long. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's going back. Yeah, I think that's that's probably the connection your friend was making because that's <laughs> as far as I know that's not from anything else. What? Oh, if only you, you don't knew. see him stroking his beard. I didn't know. I actually, uh, fun fact, through all the effort that I went through to add face cams to the stream experience here, because honestly, it just adds so much to be able to see players' emotion and reactions and whatnot. You, the party, get to see each other's faces. You, the Twitch viewers, get to see all of our faces. I can't see anyone's face. <laughs> Oh man! Aww. So we all learn sign language and send each other secret messages. There are probably easier ways if you really want to message each other without me seeing it via, I don't know, Discord or even whispering in Roll20. <laughs> but yeah, because, uh, because of the way I have the setup here, I'm actually the only person who can't see the party. <laughs> because it's on... <laughs> I have four... Mon uh, four outputs between the two PCs and three monitors. So one monitor has a flip back and forth for which PC feed it's taking, and the feed from the stream PC is all of your faces, and the feed from the playing PC is the roll 20 that stream is seeing, which I have to manipulate 
So I actually don't get to see your faces at all. <laughs> we could set it up on my laptop and just have my laptop in your room somewhere. Just have three screens nah, to fight fine. with. It's fine. I don't need faces. It's fine. I don't want to feel included to be a part of this group or anything. It's fine. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you guys all awaken the next morning. Oh, this will be fun. In, I wish I knew it was happening. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> in Pensaris or in Lothidar, wherever it may be. And uh, what message did you send with the Raven and Ori? What did you tell them? Um, that we ugh, we found this. We found the sword. Uh, much more to discuss when we meet up. Um. So Dara and Nell, you would get the, the message that they had, in fact, located Siarin. And having finished with your interactions with Lady Peril and all uh, all the papers and whatnot you needed signed, and with the, the day breaking and heading on to a new afternoon, what are your plans for the day, Nell and Dara? Are we running back to Stockies? I have to, um, I have I'm going to get some minus. more uh, hard cider while I'm here. Linus would come meet you at the inn in the morning to ask you the same question. What, because he needs to stay with you. What are you doing for the day? Did you find Sertagusern, or were you able to trek in at all? Um, right, yes. S well, no. He's, <laughs> he he's still out, unfortunately. I don't believe the Seneschal doesn't spend much of his time in the palace unless the Counts hosting an event of sorts like the uh, the Jubilee, where he's needed on hand for his security. But I'll be able to tell him when I report in with him in a few days. Uh, Did but you it leave did... a message about the incre incredibly important security issues that we're having? What's well, not really how how it works necessarily. Um, you don't think he would want to know if there were another attack in the county that he currently looks over? I, I mean, you'd, maybe... You, you don't know, think he takes his job seriously? He takes his job very seriously, Sir Austin, but this Night Swan's been on his radar for years, and it's just so been a menace that... you don't think he would want any more information about it? Roll me. You do know... Oh. This, this sounds kind of intimidating. If you want to go that route. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, Ooh. 25. <laughs> 19 on the die. It's like, oh, no, okay, yeah, no, I see, I, I see your point, Sir Austin. It, it, it's, that's, that's fair. But, uh, I suppose we could stop back by the, the palace and I could leave a word with the the count soldiers, I guess. I think they would appreciate knowing this. This <sighs> is very important. It's one of the only major risks towards uh, Count Bartleby. You know that, right? You 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 are correct, Sir Ostom. After the events of Jubilee, this is a very important matter of the count's personal security. All right, back to the palace <laughs> again. Um, where will you be headed this afternoon? Are you remaining in Lothidar, or are you going to be heading back to Stockies? 
Well, how long do you think it will take you to leave a message? Because we were planning on uh, heading back to Stockies, but I was hoping you could accompany with us so we didn't have to, you know, keep tabs on you. You don't. I'll be back in a moment, sir. And turns his horse around and just runs off. Clearly way too early for him to want to deal with this crap. But he's, he just goes. And he heads, he heads back out to the palace. And, uh, this guy was not prepared for the job he was signed up for. <laughs> next so, squid emo. <clears throat> he next was not prepared emote. for sass god Dara Rostam to, <laughs> to not have any level of amusement with his antics. Uh, he would ride out to the palace and return back to Lothidar about 30 minutes later, ready to join you on your way back down to Stockies. And that's where the group and you were headed then. Well, while he's gone, that's the perfect amount of time for me to go get another gallon of uh, Applejack. The, the alcohol. <laughs> yeah, you certainly could. You are in Lothidar. They have plenty of alcohol now. If you would like to replace the jug that you gave to your friendly house elves, then... Well, I gave them the bottle of cranberry wine. How much friggin' alcohol does Nell carry on his person? Uh, let me check. <laughs> I, I, I keep track of it. I keep track of it. <laughs> Um, Can I introduce, have... sir, in a thing called a bag of holding? Instead well, of just uh, having like eight jugs in I've... your backpack or hanging off your belt. I, I, I've got the bag of holding on me. Yeah, currently I have That's a gallon true. of ale and a gallon and a half of Applejack cider. Are these in uh, the bag of holding? Or could you not go a day without them would have taken them when you split from well, Baylor? Well, the, the ale is back at the estate. Okay, so you're not at least carrying... Cider is back at the estate. Okay. Uh, but I just Fair. bought he, a whole he, he, he just has a bar in the house that he needs to keep stocked. <laughs> He's got to keep yeah, the, I, the, I the keep mini bar in his room ready Even for like action. the honey and the chocolate and stuff, I keep going right <laughs> And So you, uh, can, you can definitely buy another gallon of the Applejack, yes, here in Lothian. Mother Road. I'm curious, Mother can Road. I also get a recipe for it so I can start making that kind of stuff? You know... The tavern that you're purchasing the Applejack from is not in a big hurry to sell you or even to give you the recipe to make your own Applejack. No, not from them. Just like, I'm curious, can I get a recipe? Or is it just like you can make... Make me know it's local. Sure. We'll let the dice decide this one. 23. Yeah. Yeah, you can you can track that down at a, at a at a library fairly easily. That's not going to be difficult for you to get a hold of. Okay, I mean it's no rush because obviously we don't have the brewery yet. Yeah, but it wouldn't be difficult to locate a recipe like that. No, in fact, if you wanted as an investment, you could for I'd say like five copper, probably even three copper. Let's go. Okay, why don't I just let the dice decide this for D ten copper. I roll it on the GM screen, so it's black. Eight <laughs> copper. You can buy a pretty decent, fairly girthy, leather-bound book of brewing recipes and guides uh, for a tavern master or a brewery, not for just somebody trying to make a moonshine in their backyard. It could be very useful to you in the future. I bought that. How much does it weigh? A pound. It's a hefty I mean, it's book. It's probably not going to be... In your pocket at all times, so it's not going to matter when you get it home. 
I'm keeping this on my person. This is going to be something he reads in his free time. <laughs> uh, you, know, you know, I can't even hit him for that one. He's trying to run a brewery. This isn't even Nell the Raging Alcoholic. This is Nell the budding entrepreneur putting in the investment and the, the time to research the new trade he's going to be picking up over the next couple of months. Sounds good to me. So with that, and with Linus rejoining you, you two are going to ride back down to Stockies. What about the rest of you from Pensaris? You're meeting up with the Baron in the morning. Yep. Yep. That's the plan. So we'll go ahead and cut to that then. You already have a fair appointment to meet in uh, Baron O'Kara's estate an hour or two after sunrise. And you're let in. He only seems to have a much smaller, uh, similar to how his estate itself is much smaller than the rest of the nobles. As it's sequestered in the center of the fishing hamlet. Not even barricaded by cranberry bogs like Dame Krabs is. His is just kind of in the middle of his little town. He only seems to keep two, three servants on staff at a time. So the one who answers the door is the same one who would have the day prior. And he would lead you inside to where Baron O'Kara is already late, uh, already waiting in a reception room close by off the main uh, entryway. And he would raise a hand and then step forward to personally greet each of you, of course, as you entered. So uh, at the end of that, Sir Landless, uh, Lady Abendago, and Lady Death, though. Uh, it's fantastic to see you coming down to Pensaris. I... Got the word last night, so this is uh, something important, I take it. You were... I wish we were here and on in better tidings. Unfortunately, we are not. Uh, official business is official business. I'm glad to see that you group are still taking your job as the Tribunes very seriously. So, what could I help you guys sort out? Baylor, would you like to make our report? And, and as always, as, as he says that, he kind of steps back and motions you guys towards some leathered couches. He sits down. Baron Akara, always significantly less formal than the rest of the Marat nobles, just kind of plops down in a fairly large recliner himself and well, the, uh, waits. The situation is somewhat more improved than when we initially sent our message. Well, that's good to hear. But... Our estate was broken into by the Night Swan. That's terrible to hear. I haven't heard much word of the Night Swan taking a lot of interest outside of Lothidar. Uh, this is a concerning matter indeed, and I appreciate you dropping everything to bring it to me. We managed to <clears throat> track her. And via, we were tracking uh, the sword she stole. She sold, she stole Lady Dento's sword. Um, so we were able to, we were able to track the signet, magical signature on the sword. And unfortunately, we tracked the tear to Pensaris. The night swans come to Pensaris. Yes, sir. She was here, I believe she intended for us to find her. Oh. Uh, meanwhile, it seems that she also attacked the tax collector um, who had just visited our town and collected our taxes for Count Lothadar, uh, which was unfortunately half of our crops 
um, half of our people's crops, um, which she then proceeded to burn. We found the wagon before we arrived last night. As we were tracking the sword. Oh, this night's one's getting a lot more brash. This is a problem. I mean, the Count and his Seneschal haven't been able to get a handle on this whole Night Swan situation in the couple of years that she's slowly been rising up. And in the last month, she's gone from what seemed to more or less be a petty thief and an occasional brigand on the road to not only an attempt on the Count's life, but directly attacking the, the lifeblood of the county. Going after the tax wagons. Drawing all this kind of attention down to my barony. I don't... Right after the attempt, the direct attempt on Bartleby's life. I don't right know how to even begin to handle this. Uh, the Count's put a lot of resources try towards trying to track this Night Swan down and has had absolutely no success whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Uh, whoever or whatever this person or group of people is, they're, they're ghosts as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. I but fear that sh that this group of people is making, is trying to create chaos and stir the people against the aristocracy. And I fear that it will come for us all. You know, I don't consider myself to be a terribly religious sort of man, but I gotta say, this is exactly, exactly the kind of thing that happens when you get these people falling out outside the light of Abadar. Uh, law is the cornerstone of civilization, and any, any of these whatever self-professed Vigilante types working outside of it are the antithesis of all that we, as humanity, even stand for. It's it's hard for me. I, I'm not gonna assign anything to deal with this right away. I obviously need to get this. If it's in Pensaris and it's in Stockies and this Night Swans in my barony. This is a personal problem now. But I don't want to make a decision on this or be too brash <clears throat> when I'm angry about it. I agree. I, I feel like maybe it's it's time to band together or speak at least um, with some of the other baronies about what we can do to help uh, in this and not just let it fall solely on Bartleby and Sir Gersane's shoulders. I feel like it, it's it's time because it's not just, you know, her breaking into our house. I mean, obviously, uh, Inori's sword is precious to her and we were lucky to be able to retrieve it. Right. But, I mean, any gold or anything she steals is, is paltry compared to the, the, the how our people must feel like we paid our taxes justly and now we find out as we as we're going in that now our taxes are not even going to get to Bartleby in the first place. Does that fall upon us? 
Do I we know. have to pay our taxes again? It would surely break the spirit of our people to give up the rest of our I don't rightly know how to, how to rule on that. Any of the, the tax collecting is all, of course, under the Count's domain. Mm -hmm. So that's nothing that I do personally. I, we don't collect any baron-level taxes. It all trickles down from the top. It's a, it's a pretty simple economic system we have running out here, and I don't really put too much of a hand in it. It works perfectly mm -hmm. fine for me as far as I'm concerned. But you're right. You're right. We gotta... I'll send out word to Baroness Voinum and to Count Lothied, uh, even a Baron Talus, if he's got so much of a, a grip at all left on whatever his lands have come to out in the West. We gotta clamp down on this and we gotta clamp down hard. Now, I, I heard... Down in Zemar, down to far to the south of a part of a of south past a part of the far end of Taldor, near the Kadiran border, with all this nonsense with the crown, they've been having similar issues. But Pytherius clamped down on that pretty quick with martial law, which is unfortunate. But we got to get some semblance of order here. We can't let whatever this Knights want is keep running rampant. Now, we don't have much of a military to speak of out, up here, so it's more of a, I guess, a, a gesture, a, an act of, of goodwill to the people that we are putting their needs on the crux of law first and making sure we're doing whatever we can to get this taken care of. I agree. Yara and Nell have been in Lothidar sending this information to the count as best they can that's good that's good i'll take my recommendation to him here in the coming days i want a, a little bit to settle on it but i do have to say it, it seems like a declaration like that is in order the law's got to come first <clears throat> we have to root out this this night swan and if whatever they are if they got nowhere to go to ground, if they know the common, if the common folk understand how much they're working, uh, they're being worked against by this, this, this shadow, this puppet, even. I'm still not even sure it's a, it's a person so much as just a cover for some organization or a group of bandits that are particularly effective. If they got nowhere to go, we can root them out quick. We either find them and shut them down. Or at least push him out of the county. Sorry for asking, but what exactly happened in Zemar City to go under martial law? So you said something similar. Is it uh, more advanced than what the Night Swan's been doing up here? Uh, to my understanding, which is admittedly mediocre at best, the news has been that. Not the nation of uh, Kadira as a whole. These are largely unsanctioned. But you understand there's a lot of bad blood between Taldor and Kadira. I mean, our two nations have spent the, the vast majority of the last thousand years at war with each other. Uh, the vast majority of Taldor's existence has been fighting Kadira. They've been our main enemy and our boogeyman for countless centuries. It's no secret that the nation's in turmoil right now. There's no secret. We don't have a ruler. We don't have a grand prince. We got no one wearing the crown, and 
A lot of groups down south of the border are taking advantage of that. Zimar was a good target. It's a big city. It's an easy ride from the Kadiran border. Been dealing with a lot of... What Kadira claims to be rogue terrorist groups. But Darius traveled down there personally to extend the hand of Abadar and the fist of law and put that one out like a candle. We gotta do the same here, but with less manpower. I, I agree that it would be um, a good idea to alert the other baronies and uh, have them speak with their people. He kind of looks if down for a minute. I've been putting in an effort thinking about what you told me when I came to check up on Stocky when I stayed at your estate. And the people aren't going to be happy with the declaration of martial law. And you can't right blame them for it, really. Mm -hmm. That's because you got to understand, and I can give you this bit of advice with the bit of tenure that I've got here. I've been doing this for some time. People... They don't know what's best for them. Common folk can't govern themselves. It's it's above their head. It's above their pay grade. It's above their education. They just don't understand the intricacies that have to go into establishing proper law. And it's, it's tough to get them to understand that, that things like that, it's really what's best for them. This is very true, but martial law can also I, I feel like present the way you present it will be how they accept it um if i'm gonna it is need not some this, time to think on that i, I don't yeah. want to squander what goodwill i've been putting more effort into trying to build with the, the people right. of pensaris here we got a good community and i might just got to figure out how to frame this in a way that they'll understand if we can make them see it's for their protection then and give it to them in a more palatable way, then maybe it won't backfire. I Less appreciate the, the insights, but uh, it's not your concern. You don't got to worry yourselves about what I'm doing with my people. Uh, you you got to look after yourselves. I assume you're going to be wanting to get back to Stockies as soon as possible. Make yes. sure in the wake of this that... Take an order and seeing what's lost. I apologize this happened to you, but we haven't had any reports that this this Night Swan branching out from Lothidar and the surrounding areas in the in the state. Has it gone further than the borders of the Stavian Barony until now? You must have you must have really pissed them off, or just seemed like a good target. Happens. We're we're the newest opportunists. <laughs> That's what happens with these vigilante types. Claim to be for the good of the same people they're robbing blind. Anyway, did you have anything else you need to bring to me? Because I don't want to keep you any longer, and I've, well, much to think about now. No, not at all. But we did want to make you aware, and I've, we should really be getting back, meet Dara on his way back from his discussion with the Archbanker uh, to open our... Uh, to do the paperwork to open our own Temple of Abadar, our offshoot in Stockies. Extend my thanks to Sir Rostam for 
dealing with this as best he can. I'm sure he's doing a fantastic job with it. And again, I, if there's anything I can do to help, send a messenger. Any way I can, I can reach out. I'm going to uh, attempt here in the next uh, week or so to have a harvest party for um, for our town. And we would love it if you would come. I will send you an invitation as soon as we have it planned. Well, I'd love to, but I'm afraid I'm going to have some business in Lothidar here in the coming days trying to sort out how we're going to deal with this situation. I understand. But your part in this play is done. Enjoy yourselves. Do what you can for stockies. Try and get the spirits of the people up. I'm sure they're probably taking this as hard as you are. Hmm. And anyway. we're off. And with that, you say goodbyes and head out of Akari's estate and back to the road, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Back to heading back down to Stockies. So, Are we going to stop and see our drunken tax collector friend in the morning? To see how much to? she knows? Yeah. To see I mean, how so much she knows stop, about the attack. But Lady Edda doesn't have much for you. Uh, you stop by and meet with her in a tavern before you head out. At this point, she has proceeded through the uh, several stages of grief since you last <laughs> met her and is now just somber as somber can be she really has no information for you she was awakened by the uh one of her soldiers that she had on guard uh one of her mercenaries that she had on guard to a flaming arrow piercing the cover of the wagon and catching it a flame and she woke up a second arrow shot out of the tree line struck the wagon as well and set the cover of flame set the arching bands aflame, and set the incredibly flammable pile of peas and beans inside the wagon aflame. And out there on the side of the road, they had not much more than a couple canteens of water, water skins, and it was no, wasn't enough to stop the flame. They lost the wagon and just rode off and left it burning behind them. <laughs> Mostly in a panic. It all happened very quickly, and she really doesn't have any information for you. Well, we have made our report to Baron O'Kara um, that that uh, we were all attacked. So I will leave you to make your account to Count Lothied. Um, my husband also made an account via Linus. Um, so they are aware that the Night Swan was about. So with that, I believe the entire party is reconvening towards Stockies. Well, while we're in Pensaris, do we want to get more alcohol? Uh, Stop! No! No! Wow. No, no now! Wow. Don't do we, we wanna... need stuff to fix the bridge now? Because we used all those supplies on other stuff. Don't or we? pump house. If... Oh, the pump house. If oh, yeah, that's right. you want to hire some construction crews to repair either the bridge or the pump house, you can certainly do that while you're in town. We need to do that. Uh, I pump said house the pump first. house was going to be 4000 total if you want to fully repair it, and 1000 if you just wanted to get something working. I said 4000 We would do the 4000 The bridge that's... would be about 3000 to. Okay. Repair and reconstruct we'll start that. with the pump house and then we'll work on the bridge. We, we also 
still need supplies for the dome of Oi to finish the uh the fence like fence 500 or... gold of supplies for the fixed yeah. wall yeah all if, right let's do that if, if we set up for the supplies for that to be delivered and the pump house to get worked on fully that would just about drain what we collectively have and everybody would just have what they have on their person so the uh, the stockies improvement fund would mm -hmm. be run out for now for now well the good news is we are at a point where we're going to start it uh finally making money from all this money we've invested so this is what we want to do we want to spend that 4500 to have the supplies delivered yeah. for the domovoy and to have the hire enough constructors and pensaris to fully repair the bomb house yes yep. now baylor you are going to be needed for yes. days at a time for like the initial construction they can do without you but once they go to repairing the, ma the magical mechanisms and whatnot, they're, you're going to have to be there to yes. not only oversee this, but also to expend probably most of your spellcasts per day trying to re uh, repair all of this various magical mechanisms that once ran the pump house. So we'll warn these people to bring supplies for clearing out a lot of viscera. <laughs> <laughs> Bring, tell them to bring their viscera cleanup detail <laughs> and uh, see what they can do on that one because there are several disemboweled ghouls in that pump house who have and, been... And all the things they were eating beforehand. Yeah, Ew. which is a lot of disemboweled yeah, other yeah. things. But yeah. you, uh, you can arrange to have all of that done. Let me write that down. Pump house. I'm going to just write pump house plus on my notes here will be done in let's say five and let's say ten and then that uh after late that afternoon as time starts passing on to evening the whole party would finally reconvene back in stockies and the view from pensaris Baylor, and orient kahina would definitely get there first are you heading just straight up to your estate? Or where where are you when the rest of the party returns? I assume you're uh, just going home after all the shenanigans you've been after. I need to get speak with Anora. <laughs> yeah, he wants to speak with Anora. So you head into the tavern. As per as per pretty much always Anora's in there. And she greets you with a smile just and a wave. Disappeared in the middle yeah, of the you night. Just vanished. Uh -huh. She has no idea what happened. She greets you with a smile and a wave, she's like, hey! Uh, Where's uh, Sir Rostam gotten off to? Should be returning from Lothidar right now. Oh, fair enough. It took off like a... Like, I don't, I don't even know. Uh, I'm at a loss. I, I never seen a group racing out like that in the middle of the night. I uh, woken up with a stampede of hooves going through the center of town. The Night Swan broke into our estate. And the, the smile falls off her face pretty much immediately. And uh, the couple people around drinking in the tavern, for the most part, fall silent. But after a moment, one of them just raises a mug. Here! Just pounds it back down the table. And Nora turns and like raises an eyebrow in a mixture of confusion and anger. Looks back at you. The Night Swan? 
it came to stockies? Yes. And also, all of our hard-earned gains that we gave to the tax collector, the Night Swan set fire to the taxes to be sent back to Lothador. And she, she motions you, uh, leads you back into the back room of the tavern, out of the main room, and turns back up. We need refills. I know the lot of you. I know where it's coming from. And heads back in the back room. Just, and just kind of like cuddles you guys up back there. I don't right understand this. The, the Night Swan's a, a ghost. She's it's like an owl in the person. day. Well, that ghost just, stole my sword in the middle of the night. I, I don't understand how. You like, that sword's a part of you. I don't think you can take that much easier than stealing the leg off a frog. Well, She's pretty we, quiet. We ended up tracking it down via Baylor's magic. She led us on a very merry chase. Well, I... I the very least, uh, I mean that that much is good to hear. The, at least you got it back, but I don't I've... fully understand the the night swans. She's she's up in Lothidar. She steals from the the count and, and his man up in the Stavian Barony. There, there ain't been no I reports. I fear of her. she has decided to expand. Or if she, he, group of people claiming to be one person, whatever it is, I feel like they are expanding. And I, I don't think it's just the aristocracy. I think they mean to uproot everything. I mean... Well, she wants to bring the whole system down from what it looks like. The system down, this- and I... All this is this song and dance about the, the Night Swan being some hero of the people's all just as much hogwash. But her targets are, I mean, this, this makes sense. You know, partially, she hits nobles. They got the coin. They got the money to make it worth her while. It's clearly very uh, very skilled at, at what they do. But burning down the, the tax wagon don't make no sense to me. There's no gain to be had there. It does if it starves the if it stars the duke of the money that he would take it paints the tax collectors in a bad light it paints the the tribunes in a bad light that we can't protect our our homes and our people and their hard gotten work if the people decide that we're not worthy to stand up for them anymore then they will turn on us as well. Well, what the hell is this? Some kind of revolutionary group? Apparently so. I don't... I, I, I just don't understand why. I mean... Certainly they gotta understand that's gonna hurt the people more than it hurts the count. The count's got more coin. He knows what to do with. Uh, exactly. One season of taxes from stockies ain't gonna hurt him none. Right. I. But... If the people in all of the small places start to question any authority and rise up against them, band together and decide that none of the, even if someone does, even if say Bartleby didn't have what was best intended for the people, 
and Baron right. O'Kara and we and Dame Crab or Voinum do look after the people. If they can't trust Bartleby, then they can't trust any of us. I feel I that mean, they're sowing discord. It makes it makes sense, I guess. If they've, if they've been operating out of Lothidar, uh, I mean, the Count and, and his elk might be all they really have experience with. But, but, but even that, I, I can't imagine that turning the whole system on its head, taking out the account or, or even the the rulers entirely is going to be much good for the people i mean sure no taxes sounds great to the ears of everyone but then who protects the trade routes uh, who keeps the the traders flowing in and out exactly uh, who, who deals prepared? with the the logistics of uh shipping various goods and crap around i mean it's a shallow and short-sighted plan it's not <laughs> It's not what's needed in the long run. There's ways to be good to the people and still work with inside of the law, just and not be, and not be abusive or harsh to the people. You know, I worry she might be targeting stockies. Seeing it, if if this whole thing, whatever this this is, if what you say is right, and this all makes sense to me. Uh, maybe seeing as stockies has been more or less on its own for the last decade. The people here would, I mean, we got, we did get along. I mean, quite honest, being back in the Count's Eye ain't been great. Doesn't seem wholly wrong to me, but I don't but know. But at the same time, as stockies was on his own, didn't have a pump house, didn't have a mill. The roads were but falling apart. But that ain't apart. the count. No, Best I mean that... and Sarastam that have been doing that. Right. But if she totally discredits all of the nobles, that would be us included. There are there are nobles who do work for the good of the people, but I feel like she's trying to even cast them in a bad light. She tries. She, he, they trust no nobles. It seems there's no one is safe. Yeah. I fear it will spread further and further. I suppose that's. You're not wrong. It does sound like a big problem. Well, we... oh, I almost forgot with all this, this, this talk and whatnot a messenger came by from baroness voinum had a real fancy sort of invite for you oh. and uh with that she just walks out of the back room and heads back uh, around to the front reaches under the counter and pulls out a very intricately embossed envelope with like a light purple ink design around it and sealed with wax that's addressed to Sir Tribune Dararostum on the front in pretty fine calligraphy and hands it over to you. I ain't open to the course, but... Oh. Well, thank you, Nora. I will definitely, when uh, Dara gets back from uh, Lothidar, have him open and see what um, Baroness Voinum would have of us. Busy life being I... a Tribune, ain't it? <laughs> Very much so. I'm Don't get a damn uh... day of free time. <laughs> it's... It's true, but I'm much happier here in Stockies than 
carousing, (laughs) traveling to go and talk to a lot of the other nobles, usually. It's very nice around here. That's more than fair. Anyway, I guess you got a cleanup to do then. At least you got the sword back. Lady Dantho, I know how much that thing means to you. Yeah, thank you. It's (laughs) obvious as the sun. Yeah, I didn't know it was that obvious, but apparently so. Family heirloom, say that. Well, anyway, I got to get back up front for uh, too much of my ale gets drank out of my supervision. <laughs> and she uh, <laughs> she opens the door as you see uh, Bubo and his two guys just kind of come into the tavern. And she's like, here's a deep sigh. And Bubo, <laughs> as, as he sees you, like, gets a big smile on his face. And puts his arms out wide and says, Ah! Anora! Oh, and then the rest of you guys, too! So, so what did we say is sex? Sexiness. Sexiness. Ah, so sexiness. Oh, is that, nice is that, guy, is that guy still here? The, uh... No. Oh, I can go with Boobo then, I suppose. <laughs> or is this kind of like a, a super undercover kind of thing? Oh, and by the way... Oh, man. It's bad because I could actually see him being that unsubtle about just, everything. He's going to just walk up and just pat him on the shoulder and just be like... As he walks up, he tears the door and just... shakes <laughs> her head and walks off. And he, he looks at you and just... Uh, he leans up real close, looks across the group you, considering for a second, picks Baylor, leans up real close to him, just, exactly what you guys wanted it's super easy barely an inconvenience just i i i am not going to react to that yeah <laughs> and again just huge wink and a thumbs up and a smile just no pillow talk with anora about this okay oh no i know this is a. Uh, uh, they made it quite clear this was uh, this was uh, She's just gonna give she's just gonna give Bubo a kiss on the cheek and just walk on out. Good job. You take care of the time very well. Really? He he kind of turns around and says, "Hey, I'm free tonight." <laughs> <laughs> she's married. <laughs> Is he here? He will be by tonight. <laughs> I'm free this afternoon. Have a nice day, Bubo. So you guys just leave. Yeah. Don't acknowledge that. Just walk out and leave Bubo and his man in the tavern and head back out to the uh, Peer Estate where not terribly, <laughs> not terribly long afterwards, Dara and Nell rejoin you in the late afternoon and then finally the for the first time this session the party reconvenes yay and you have time to discuss your adventures with each other well on the way into town and Lionel isn't here yeah on the uh, way into Lionel town Lionel's also coming stop, uh, Lionel will be following. I thought we were going to the estate yeah we're this is, this is Nell, Dara, and Lionel. You guys are at the yeah. estate. Oh, okay. This is when they get into town. What did you want to do, Nell? I'm going to stop with uh, 
Bubo and Co. And also, Dave, your voice is a bit quieter than everyone else's today. I don't know if your mic's further away or something changed. Uh, uh, does that sound better? That's a little better, yeah. I'm not talking any different, so I don't know. Good day. Uh, I'm just going to stop with uh, Bubo and them and tell Dara and the other dude who I can't remember his name. We're going to keep doing this. Linus. <laughs> um, tell Linus, go on ahead. I'm going to have a drink with my friends here now that we're finally back in town. And he waves you off, doesn't say anything, and follows, uh, assuming Dara is going to continue up to the estate, would go with Dara up to the estate. <laughs> so, once they're gone, I'm going to plop down the gallon of apple cider and four platinum and tell him that I saw the scorched caravan and he did a fantastic job. And Boba puts a thumbs up. He's like, oh, fantastic. This is the kind of guarding that I know. Well, as long as you're working for me, stuff like this will occasionally come up. Just make sure you keep it subtle and I will make sure you stay paid very well for your services. Hey, as long as you got the coins are coming, whatever, whatever you get, whatever you and your lot of order and boss, no problem. You see, this is the uh, the background of the, the aforementioned uh, hypothetical banditry. Yeah. <laughs> Serves in very well in cases such as this. Well, I do plan on making sure that you are well paid for these services, and I will be in need of your services for the foreseeable future, so. And he turns around and flips one platinum to each of his boys and pockets the other two. That's exactly uh, why I gave him four. Turns back around to you and says, uh, just like a sarcastic kind of a flourish with his hand, anything you need, my lord? Well, what I need is for the three of you to enjoy that gallon, and we'll have work for you tomorrow. Ooh, a bonus. Fantastic. I love that I don't have to pay for. Have yourselves a good night. And hey, uh, if you need anything else, burnt to the ground seems to be quickly growing a common theme with uh, the, us here. I'm sensing a, a bond. I can't say I've experienced with it before, but we're two for two. If it works, it works. I'm I'm hoping that all this was quiet enough that no one else. His camp is significantly away from everything. Yeah, this, oh. this is back in his camp. Oh, they went back to the, the camp. Okay. Yeah, this, is, no, this, is, this isn't in the middle this of the tavern. The this, isn't, tavern. <laughs> this isn't Bubo's camp on the outside of yeah. Stockies. Oh, this isn't Bubo, in the center of Anora's tavern. Bubo the Unburnt. Someone draw that. So. With that, Nell heads back up to rejoin the rest of you and everyone's favorite NPC, Linus, who's definitely the best NPC and everyone loves him, up at the estate. And uh, as the evening is coming on, Linus would take his leave pretty much immediately as he got there and head into his sad bunk in the carriage house to go continue being sad, leaving the rest of you an opportunity to discuss your days. He's got his own bachelor pad. (laughs) Full of dead stuff. Take, which is we did promise him we'd move it and still it's still hopeful of we, that we, we have we just haven't had a chance, a chance. you did we'll get have, preoccupied we'll to be fair tomorrow. we literally got attacked All by right. the night swan so first things first and i'm uh kahina will be like or the living room right yeah we're just sitting around yeah kahina would hand said. over voinum's uh invite or whatever this is to dara voinum has sent message Uh, And as you open it up, 
Uh, I'm assuming you're gonna open it up, Tara. Yeah. And not just yeah. hold on to it forever. <laughs> and be like, oh, that's cool. Fire. Just fire. Burn, no. baby, burn. So as you, uh, you you undo the seal and open it up, and it is a very uh, an equal equally intricate, uh, small sheet of parchment the size of the envelope, uh, embossed with a seal and gold filigree designs around the edges. It's truly very very fancy invite that she sent you. And what appears to be hand-scribed in the same calligraphy as the front is the honor of your presence is requested this first of Gosrin for dining and discussion of the rulership of Marat County, Baroness Legate Adela Voinum. Whoa. That's, that's this rather is not, direct. This yeah, is not straight Baron to the point. <laughs> she is. Quite formal and direct, and I mean, from the brief interactions you've had with Lady Voidum, probably seems... What do you take she means by that? Directly the the rulership? I think she wants to know whether we're on the princess's side, or... So, or... today is the 30th of Ferast, which would mean Gazrin first is in two days. Be oh, we have to get up in the morning and ride. I just want to take a bath. <laughs> we can take a you bath. Got, you have to take a bath tonight. How yes, long does it take, take to get there in the carriage? Probably, uh, probably more than two days. Well, let me see. Let me double check. How a carriage is not very scooty. The carriage um, took two days to go all the no, way. No, it would have been the fourth, guys. My mistake. The fourth. It would be five days from now. Okay. It, How the, long does it take to use the carriage? The carriage was two days to go to the crab estate. Carriage was not two days. A horse was two days to go to the crab horse estate. Days, and then man. you conjured was a carriage it? outside yes. of Moose. Oh, <laughs> a carriage have that yet. I would have take that you planned, but... about four days to get to Voinaris. So you'd have a day and then you'd need to head out. I like the, the spawn egg. Yeah. Also, I, I like if uh, according to Linus, if he's supposed to report back to Sigurdsson the second of Gosrin, that would be conveniently about when you're passing Lothiar, so you can just kick him out of your carriage and leave him, and be free of him by the time you get to go and discuss things with Vinum. Stuff works out sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, would Linus have had any questions about the scorched caravan on the way back? He didn't care. <laughs> no. Not he his job. He's too tired. I mean, his job. Care. Scorched carriage. Like huh. no overlap. Yeah, banditry. Oh he's well. Like, <laughs> yeah, like he's not. He was. He doesn't. He's not even like. Oh, that's weird. They just keep on writing. Not that's even weird. a like, oh, that's amount of concern. Bandits attacked somebody. That's unfortunate. On we wait, go. Wait. So she's the. It's a the ruler of Marat County. Like the rulership in... of Marat County. Baroness Voinum is the one that some of you briefly spoke with. She is the older lady with the scar with across the scar. her nose. Yeah. The one to shut me down and everybody no else to talk to her. Yeah, yeah, I'm the only one who successfully interacted with her. I, I might have successfully interacted. I, I just didn't roll high enough to tell I her. tried, but failed miserably. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> well, you gave it a good effort. Um, mm. but yeah, she was the one that was very serious, very formal, very straightforward, and no nonsense. Which is why a carriage would be more appreciated. I, 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 and I probably of the major nobles, definitely spell. the one you've interacted with the least. What are you? What spell are you talking about? Conjure carriage. Oh, oh! How long yeah. does it last? 
Uh, several hours. Not enough for the whole time, but possibly enough. Just possibly enough for us to ride our horses most of the way there and yeah, that was, conjure the carriage. Right, that was the, the idea. End. That would let me get like two days servants where the four. carriage went. No. <laughs> <laughs> You would park a carriage in your carriage house that would then spontaneously disappear. Do we? Do the rest of us know that Nell had Boo Boo, no. Pobo, whatever? Nope. We have no idea. Nope. Only what? Nell knows he that admitted it to us in the back of the. But in the tavern right that's, now. That's that's why we were like, "What's well, he?" No, I, I haven't told you guys anything. you know what Very unsubtly implied it. and the night swan denied it. So that yeah. left either the people of Stockies who aren't going to go. They're going to go steal their crops back. They're not going to light them on fire. Which only leaves Boobo, which is that's... why Kahina gave him a kiss as she left. Yeah, that's and Nori would be a little. You you yeah, would know. Already... You'd talk to him about it briefly. You would know that Bubo did it. None of you know that Nell paid him to do it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, you but, could do it at this point. That we could maybe suspect it a little bit, as I hand his sword back and. I don't feel like there's anything that you would. That would have implied that Nell had told him anymore. He was talking earlier about having plans. Oh, he did uh, say no, I said that I had plans we needed a. Around for an alibi. We should stick around for an alibi. Yeah, yeah I have plans. You should stick around for an alibi. We okay. saw a burning carriage. I did and forget about that one. particular interaction. Okay, so you may suspect slightly that Nell might be. I never said I did it. That's <laughs> why, as Anori hands him back his sword and thanks him, and <laughs> I want to straight up ask him. So, uh, do you know anything wait, about this? Excuse me for one second. Dara, dear, do you mind going upstairs with me for a couple of minutes? Sounds like a good plan to me. <laughs> and off plausible goes plausible deniability. deniability. <laughs> upstairs. So you wait. They head upstairs. And then Anori asks. Is she going to do that all the time? Every time I try to talk to anybody? It's quite possible. It's, yeah, I mean, I'm just... I mean, if you're the one in question, it's good to, to <laughs> things like this from being in both of your ears at the same time. So, well, I, we came across a burned caravan. Yeah, the, the, more more concerning than that is you know re recovering the sword and having a discussion. Yeah, the Night Swan did it with the Night Swan and all that. She denied it, and I I just listen. I just want to ask you. I, I know you have a history of being cavalier, and the first one was to be like, "Wait, you met the night swan and talked to her?" Because Nell didn't know that. That's yeah. well. That's I mean, that's yeah. where we're get where I was. Just, I was just letting him say his thing, and yeah. I was going to ask some questions. I'm just saying, just to clarify, in case you were assuming Nell did not know you met the night swan, but uh, now he does. Now, now he does. I can stay up here, honey, if you would like to. Be. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I'll go back downstairs, dear. I'll call you when you can come back down. So Kahina comes down, Doris sits in plausible deniability land upstairs, and the rest of you talk. So after having a discussion and retrieving my sword and, and such, yes, we met the Night Swan. We we had a lovely discussion. It was it was amazing. But she did in fact deny the fact of burning up the carriage. And a weird thing happened when we got back into town. Uh Bubo and his guys like grab Baylor and game of it, I don't know kind of suspicious stuff I don't really have a lot to go on I'm I'm just asking you friend to friend like do you, do you know what's going on there because we, we can't have everybody just doing this doing that 
There's, we got enough problems going. I got goose sarin breathing down my neck. We got lions following us around. Well, know. hypothetically. Oh, here we go. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. So, first, first thing, you, you met the Night Swan. So we'll get uh, to that in a minute. Answer his question first. Well, it's it's relevant. It's relevant to what I need to say. So well, if you met the Night Swan, we did, and the Night Swan denied doing it. Did right. anyone else hear that? No, just us. Night Swan did it. Exactly. As far as hypothetically what happened, I could possibly know something. But the chances of what I might know versus what is historically happening around here implies the Night Swan's the one who, who's doing this, especially the one... since the Night Swan was here that night. Right, mm. and I get that. But the one problem lining up with that is it doesn't fit her M.O. Oh, but we've spinned it to make we've spun it to make it fit the MO. You saw how Piscum didn't buy it for a second that it was at first, but after I finished talking, she understood. Not everybody's the, gonna buy it. The Night Swan was undeniably here. Absolutely. A terrible Night Swan has hit trade caravans before. Exactly. A terrible so history of trade caravans being hit. This one happened to be a little well guarded than others couldn't be hit the supplies in that caravan were crops that's not something that someone can just walk off with so why not burn it and prevent it from getting back to where it goes all right so hypothetically you're trying to turn everybody against the night swan even though i mean from what we've found out she's not a hundred percent good she's a bit chaotic in her beliefs and, and such but you want to pin all this on her to an extent, yes. It's not so much that I wanted to blame the Night Swan as the Night Swan has presented a... Opportunity. Very perfect opportunity to be okay. set up. As we are now done talking about this, and we all agree before I called Dora back down to discuss... Who's that. done talking about anything, Kahina? No, I'm saying we need to finish this so Dora can come down and talk about the Night Swan. <laughs> so, he wasn't there are, we that, in, so. are we in agreement... That the well, Dark Swan burned the caravan. I don't. I, I would rather it be on the Night Swan than our friend Nell here. Okay. Well, I had then the Night Swan it. did it. But he, nothing. I mean, nothing Nell has we, an alibi. He was with us. Nothing that could be further attached to the Night Swan story would put her in any more trouble than she's everything already she's already done. If that's how we that feel about point. the Night Swan right now, what? What about, why don't we just turn her in? Well, that's why I wanted to say, are we done with this discussion? So we can call Dara back down here so we can discuss that. Well, I mean, what do you guys think about that? Well, do well, you know who the Night Swan is? Yes, we do. It's just why, what I'm trying to tell you, but I need to go get Dara. Well, if you know who the Night Swan is, we're in a perfect situation. Exactly. But who would believe it? No That's one would believe thing. us right now. now that, so, we we just, don't have to have anyone believe it. We just have to be able to collect some proof. Exactly. Dara! <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Just peeks around the corner. Sorry, folks, are yes. Sorry, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, I am Dara Rostam. You called, <laughs> you called for me. So, hi, Dara. We uh, relate the story. We, uh, we tracked. We were able to track the sword back to we we went to Pinsaris 
We were able to, uh, Baylor was able to find the sword to find CRN. Thank oh. you again for that, by the way, guys. I didn't properly thank you. I really. Well, we're that. happy that you're whole again, Anori. So, our friendly neighborhood Night Swan is Lady Lucrezia. Oh. Not exactly what I expected, but. She is very much of the opinion that the people should rule themselves with no aristocracy, and not only no aristocracy, no Church of Abadar. She wants to completely upturn everything. Well, it sounds anarchy. like a in order anarchy. Burn a caravan full of food to make the people I, upset. Yes, exactly. Exactly! Which is exactly what I told Lady Piscom. So. It makes sense. But don't you think sense. it's possible? We need, <laughs> we need to. Couldn't she now, be? We need to figure out. We have been given an ultimatum by Lady Lucrezia. We are either with her or against her and every person, every common person in Marat. As I've seen with everybody we've encountered so far, everybody is shades of gray. I'm not saying anybody's right or wrong here, but believe me, I wouldn't. I, I wanted to kill her at the moment. <laughs> But I didn't. You know, she she stole from me. She stole from all of us. But she's not doing anything horribly wrong that we're not trying Yet. to do. Her I... methods and her end result are different. The general idea of what she's going for is the same. How do you feel our, our is going to end? Well, you Ours... think we're going to go and... There's probably going to be bloodshed, Baylor. She, she wants to leave. She wants to uproot everything and leave the county basically in chaos afterward. I mean, can't we, we use want to take that until we don't need it? I mean, That's the... why we frame and utilize her name to be able to farther our own personal agendas while in this area. Having a scapegoat as no better word describes it than perfect as the night swan means that we can get away with things that we normally wouldn't be able to simply by me just drawing a swan on something or Baylord can I just there's just I just turning it over just doesn't feel right to me I, I don't know why I mean we well, don't have to like it we just have to do our job the the issues the issue is, and I mean, like I said, there aren't, and as I was discussing with Piscom, there are nobility that are not good for Marat County, but there are nobility that are, or can be moved to change their opinion of how things have been done under Bartleby to something better. So To put uh, the people first. There's a way to put the people first without complete and total anarchy. And that's what she wants. Her... No, she wants total anarchy. Yeah, she wants total anarchy. And the issue is, is that when she's done, the people will not recover. No, she they thinks they can, but they're not going to be able to. She can't see that far into the future. Look at what happened to Stockies. With no. With what, no. What do you want to say, Baylor? Uh, I'm, I'm Dara. Dara. 
I'm sorry. I drank a lot. The star is literally raising his hand Bye. in the back. Nice. I'm the Tribune. I'm the Tribune. Let me speak. <laughs> so, um, besides the point of what she does and does not want to do, what does she mean by hypothetically working with her? What would that entail? Because I, if there is not a signed contract or anything, we could say we are working with her and further our own agenda. Mm-hmm. I don't under, I don't, uh, I, I was not there, so I do not know exactly what it entails. I, I, I she didn't give us any details either. I would assume that we were to send her message to, but at the same time, you run the risk if you betray her trust to her then basically blowing our cover with the count and outing us before we have the chance to out her. She would want us pretty much directly attacking Bartleby. That's kind of seemed like what she's into. Well, I, I present this. Instead of working directly with any particular party, why don't we use a little bit of our influence to build up the issue of the Night Swan. Make it much bigger than it is currently even. Oh, we we are, already got the ball we, rolling. We on got that. the ball rolling on that. Hand her over. I'm just that's solve what the problem I was right then and there and everyone will love us for it. And Bar <laughs> and even if she turns on us, Bartleby if won't she's believe her. Pissing off the people, if she's messing with the nobles, the trader, if she's messing with everyone, if she's an issue to literally everyone, and we turn her in, who would be upset? Maybe, but I'm telling you, I, I <laughs> She's I already burned an entire caravan of food. In Opara. Uh, I worked around poor people a lot. It's the symbol. Okay, I, I saw it when we were talking to Piscum. There was a guy, out of the corner of my eye, I saw him react. He was here, here, when we mentioned the Night Swan. Some of these people probably believe in her. And that it, it's a symbol. And a lot of them, I mean, what whether we like it or not, are going to be on her side. Uh, I also worry about uh, just handing her over. She has worked inside the palace with Sir Gusern they're watching. Did she seem very capable? It sounds like she is a very capable woman. She is extremely capable. So well, I you don't... can always hand her over, bound, gagged, and unconscious. Exactly. Which is kill her in front of everybody. <laughs> you know that's what's going to happen, right? That, I mean, she will be executed certainly for much, everybody. Much better than the anarchy she proposed. Mm. And you think we are capable of that? You think we could take her? If we could find her. Well, if you had her in a warehouse, it sounds like she wouldn't have gotten away if I was there. Oh, no, I'm sure you would have stopped her all by yourself. (laughs) She did some form of teleportation. There was nothing you could have done to stop her. Magic is fun. (laughs) (laughs) So, I would have stopped her. Magic. Ah, I would have stopped her. Ah, darn it. Magic. Damn it. Now looking at himself, he thinks most people can't just get past him. Well, you are correct. The problem is when they don't have to get past you. Yeah, exactly. They just go to somewhere else. He's just a big kid. I love him. He's just Damn you, magic. (laughs) Every time. But realistically, if we can get the Night Swan thinking we're on her side while at the same time 
using her name to our advantage, I think it would be a good way to play double agent until the time is right to strike. I don't think she's going to believe we're on her side with everything we're going to be doing. To be fair, she doesn't have to think I'm on her side. Hmm. I haven't met her. Has 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 anybody? Oh, uh, I don't know. I'm we've sure she's gone. done the research on all of us. I've we've been gone from the house for several days. Has anybody even bothered to check to see if we're being magically listened to? Not at all, because we're talking about taking down the Night's One. Well, I am. I want to cast a tech magic. <laughs> a thought occurs to Kahina. A thought. Well, I mean, <laughs> be fair. Be fair. Oh, no. If the Domovoy. <laughs> I mean, I thought about it. Usually. Nell I mean, doesn't know magic. He's not going to yeah, ask. Me. Listen, if, if she's in this house right now, the Domovoy are fired. Bottom line, <laughs> put her foot down. So I'm going to cast Detect Magic on things and stuff you and around and make sure we're not being... and have a realization. Wait. Magic exists. And then mm-hmm. cast a Detect Magic and swing it around your living room, almost in a panic, like, oh, no. Oh, no. Tell me nobody's listening to this. Oh, no. And you turn up quite a few small clustered various magic auras you recognize as either a cash or a person with a lot of magical gear Mm -hmm. because all four or five of you guys are wearing a bunch of magical gear so there's going to be a bunch of auras around there but under that you're fine there's Mm -hmm. nothing else come on out Lucrezia I was really hoping that you said the Night Swan was here because I was like, oh boy, it's time to be a door. That's not what he meant. He he was messing with me. I know. (laughs) No, I think I was I think Kahina missed it. (laughs) Yeah. Whoop! (laughs) She slot her brain just went battle mode. (laughs) 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 No, you're good. Uh, other than what you what you all are carrying and your various things and something else around the room. Just wanted to make sure. Because it it occurs to me this is how we got into but this is this is our house and I figured the dome a random serpent outside the door wouldn't show up on it to take magic generally yeah but But I'm just saying you know I figured if somebody came in and put a bunch of magic the dome of void would at least recognize and you would detect magic you would actually no is that magic hold on I don't know hold on but it's show up on take magic you have to ask it's probably magic (laughs) you see you find that is true less often than you think it is in Pathfinder uh, it is, though. Uh, you would detect three around underneath the iron lash's head. Three minor auras of illusion. Oh, the Dome of Warrior there. The Dome of Warrior there. This there. is a pretty good story. Yeah. <laughs> so, I meant they're doing the... a great job. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe we should give them a raise. <laughs> More wine and good we, 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 we have so, the materials that they requested so, on the way. Right. So as Kahina oh, does only... this and and does that, she just goes and she walks over to the kitchen 
and grabs some of the sweets that she always keeps around and she walks back over to under Iron Lash's head and just holds some sweets up <laughs> to the three of them and be like, enjoying the story, are we? And uh, all three of them just kind of appear nodding and chattering to <laughs> and each other. Take some sweets. And uh, Wink, not the leader in the back, pipes up. Get him! Very good story time. We not um, hear much from land. But um, Night Swan, good story. Good You've heard lots of good stories about the Night Swan. And uh, Blunk speaks up from the front. We, um, this one, this one, good um, story. But others, um, no. Hmm. Is Goodem title Nightem Swan? He puts his little hands on his hips and kind of stands up. And then yeah, takes his little tweet, a... treat in both his hands and just puts the whole thing in his mouth and turns invisible again. That's a winner right there. Blink, you would make a Goodem Night Swan. A best of Night Swan. I don't think we could They're frame him for our Adorable. Oh. Uh, well, I don't plan to. We like them. And they're going to do So, we are back to where we are. I, I'm all for, I'm all for using her as we need to use her to disguise some of our own. If, if Baron O'Kara decides and convinces Count Lothi, this is what worries me. Reporting what we did to Baron O'Kara almost makes me worry that they will declare martial law. That would be bad. Which would give Count Lothied even more power than normal. Which would be awful. So. It, How would he enforce it? I don't know. Who knows? He would make us enforce it, I would assume. So we just don't. <laughs> Pretty that much. The taxes. Well, I mean, we technically we did get the Texas, but I mean, we have no military force with which to enforce mm -hmm. martial law. Exactly. We could have our three towns guards try to control what is, I'm sure, a hundred fifty people by now. No, those uh, are not towns guards. Come on, isn't like the town's been growing at least. It a has bit. been growing. So let me see. Stockies started at sixty-six. It's probably up to like uh, almost a hundred people by now. It's probably grown by okay. half from how much land you've reclaimed mm -hmm. and the roads. And then if you include our followers, it's actually pretty close to 150. Alone. Yeah, I mean your followers come in and meet with you every now and then, but they're not usually here. Yeah, you so, have followers. I've got four really devoted fans. So <laughs> he's got the Nell Starlight fan you've club. Got groupies. He's got four fan girls. <laughs> I so, got like 12 apprentices. So, Tim, what is the plan for the coming days? If you want to go meet up with Baroness Voinum in five days, you got one free day before you have to go. So, unless you're going to do the spawn a carriage and then kind of deal with the aftermath of that later occasion plan. So, so I, honestly, I think that that's a great prank to pull on. I, it's awesome. I love it. Well, so, yeah, Voinum seems like she loves pranks. I can. Control what the carriage looks like. Cares what the carriage looks like. No, no, no. Can no, I we'll... control? Like, as the spell, can I control how many harnesses it has? Uh, probably, uh. as long as it's enough, I'd imagine. Yeah. 
you, you're conjuring so, it, so. Do you want yeah, a limo so, with like so, 20 harnesses? Well, well, I want, I don't want to have to worry about the, uh, if we're riding horses there, I don't want to have to worry about what we're doing with those horses when we switch over to the carriage. So I can have like. You can have carriage. like phantasmal harnesses that you put actual horses in, yes. Yes. And the no, horses I, just kind of walk and are very confused. <laughs> I, I, I would want to, well, it, it can only do two horses. But can I do extra harnesses? I don't see why not. Okay, yeah. so I could conjure one that has places to harness five horses, mm -hmm. take the two phantasmal ones out, put our horses in, so that we don't have to worry about you getting them to like follow. Santa's friggin' sleigh out here. You have a carriage with five horses. And it's fine because it's a like, very fine looking carriage. Yeah, it's that's a very fair. fine looking carriage. And it's okay if we take a phantasmal carriage because uh, oh, Count Lothied is all about the power the power of magic and how cool it looks. So, I mean, we it's can not step like out it's, of the carriage and I'll it dismiss disappear. the carriage. I'd be like, Run. please, magic, <laughs> magic, please, please stable our horses. I see Dara's eyes literally rolling into the back of his head. Yeah. <laughs> Tribune, Tribune. It'll get us there in like half the time, so we don't have to spend an entire week visiting her. And that means you have three days before you need to leave, instead of one. I like that. <laughs> On a totally uh, separate topic, um, I was thinking at some point to go talk to the uh, half-orc at some point. And oh! go I was to... actually going to ask about that. Yeah, and also uh, those rules... Uh, laws that I had written up at one point with the rest of you, go into town and talk about it so that everybody can be on the same page so we don't run into a similar problem that we had with the previous trial. Just sounds like a plan. Okay. So are we all in agreement then? We settled on yep. this? So with that, I guess that is all that you need to do with this particular day. And you have, well, if you're going to take the carriages, you've got a couple of days to uh, rest and deal with things in town, actually. So you sleep for the evening in your own estate. You are not interrupted by a night swan <gasps> robbing you or anything generally horrible happening. You just get to sleep normally in, beds. in your own beds. And not worry about assorted horrible things happening to you. Which doesn't happen terribly often in a Pathfinder campaign. You awaken the next morning around dawn. What do you want to do? What's plans for the day? Do you have the rare unburdened day? Three of them, in fact. What are our plans, party? What are you after? I know Dara mentioned wanting to go talk to uh, to talk to the half orc in town because he's pretty antisocial and he wouldn't have just met him at a chance by mm -hmm. now. Well, we should. You should let Lionel know about the, <laughs> the plans for the upcoming day. I gotta correct you every time, and I'm like, this is doing to me what it's supposed to do to Linus. <laughs> <laughs> well, Getting you more can, in character. We can move the snake finally. We could take the snake and chop it, take it in to have the the leather or the scales harness. Uh, well, how's how are the different things going on in town going? Uh, right now, you in your absence, the public house that you had contracted is actually almost done. Uh, the frame and walls of the building are up and intact, 
And in fact, that crew is going through the finishing touches of refining things, uh, installing doors and windows. And that should be done by tomorrow, as a matter of fact. Nice. Your, the outside of your house and the lawn is at this point mostly under control. The only thing that's left is waiting for the supplies to arrive today or tomorrow. Uh, it's going to take you probably two days to wagon it over here, so probably the next day for the dumb avoid to just cannibalize them and repair what's left. So we're, we're getting there. You got a mill, you got your farms and uh, civics improved. The public house is now almost done. Uh, they're hooking up all the plumbing and piping for the stills and uh, everything about the brewery around the back of the public house. It's going fantastically well. Has anything started showing up from the church? Not yet, no. All right. Uh, is, I mean, if they I... want to build an entire chapel, just taking the wagon down from Lothi there is going to take them like four days. Yeah. And they have to organize is, um, all that stuff anyway. That's going to be a while, probably. Is it considered gathering information if we're just listening for the public's, like, take on the public house being built and if that has helped any or if people are talking about the Night's one. Well, you don't the... need to roll absolutely anything. I you know that uh, Honora is very excited <laughs> about well, everyone getting the hell out of her living room <laughs> and going somewhere else. But, but uh, Everybody I, I, except Sexinus get out. Yeah. <laughs> and Sexinus usually get out, but sometimes you can stay. Yeah. Anyway, but, uh, I mean, just is roll, the general yeah, feel uh, let me draw me a diplomacy any better? Check. What are you, not a bard? Roll me a diplomacy check to gather yeah, information. Okay. Do you not want to roll diplomacy checks, I bard? I do want to do it. I do. I, I want to do it. Oh, there it is again. <laughs> Wait, I have a thing for this. I nope. can re-roll that. Nope. Yeah. yeah. What is it? What is I it? have a thing. You have a re-roll hard ones thing? I have a re-roll for one. gathering. I have a re-roll for gathering information. Okay, go for it. I would love to see you roll a one into a second one. Please, please mm -hmm. proceed. Yeah. Wait, a third, hey, a, a 15 is probably enough anyway, but re-roll it anyway. Yeah, I mean, realize it seals yeah. don't auto-fail, but still. I mean, re-roll it just because, please, I really want to see you re-roll a one into a second one. That's that's horrible. All right, Why roll it. Do that to me? Why roll it. Roll it. I don't choose the nice choice. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Click the same spot you just again. There it is. There that's you that's a 31. That's that's much better. Uh, so as you listen around, the general opinion that they're still not really sold on you as a group. They are pretty happy to have a proper inn and tavern coming around. That sounds like something they're really excited about. Uh, but more than that, the news about the Night Swan seems to have spread rather quickly. So thanks, Honora, I guess, because she was really the only one that... Well, you came into the end, I guess, and then announced it immediately. So there is a lot of talking about that. Uh, people are interested in the opinions, like Honori said, do seem to be mixed. A lot of people totally believe in this Night Swan and that she is like a force of good that is fighting the evils of the Count and the Tax Collector and whatever else it is they think ails them. And a lot of people just think he's a general purpose bandit or a nuisance. And you hear, uh, I'll, it's, it's the talk of the town today, for sure. But interestingly, you hear a child ask her father what this night swan she's been hearing about. Or, or say something about the, uh, the night swan that she's just totally off the mark, thinking it's like an actual giant... Swan. Swan. It's a little girl. She doesn't know any better. 
And her father turns around to her and her sister. And shakes his head and says, uh, You kids today are too young to remember, but you're not as far off the mark as some might think. This night swan's the spirit of Lachlan Lake. Count Lothied stopped sacrificing virgins to appease it like his father did. Now it's back to haunting the county. And the kids are both just like, Whoa! Virgin sacrifices! You know, as peasant children are. And that's what? an interesting lead that you had not heard before. She's literally Batman. So, so the Night Swan took her name from a beast that supposedly lives in the lake that the county used to sacrifice virgins to. Awesome. Murat, ladies and gentlemen. Murat County. Hey, they stopped. They did stop sacrificing virgins. To their credit, they stopped sacrificing the virgins. But also, to Murat's credit, the people are mad about that. So, <laughs> I don't know if this is really a win. And if you, so I mean, you, you, you hear this dude talk, you can, you can ask him, like, what the hell? What? <laughs> what? I have what several questions. I have several questions. He turns to you and says, well, you lot don't even know about the, the curse of Lachlan Lake? No, oh, we well, do it's not. A, it's a long-standing story, been around at least as long as any of us have lived in the county. See, a, a duke, some odd hundreds of years ago, way back before uh, what's currently Marat was a, it was a standing Marat, back when it was still, you know, feuding tribes and countries about the, the Talden region. He had a spat with his wife, and he drowned her. In that, in the waters of the Lachlan Lake, after marrying her at the Circle of Stones, and that maiden's angry spirit came back nearly a year later, as a as a vengeful swan, who could walk as a woman under the moonlight to take revenge on her husband, and the the Duke, to keep her sated, he poured. Vials after vials of the the church's holy waters into the lake on the anniversary of her death every summer just to keep his own skin. And it worked for a while, but then the lady started demanding more, and the holy water became blood, and from the blood it became children. And that tradition of virgin sacrifices had kept the night swan at bay up until the, the, the current count took the throne from his father and stopped and now she's back the vengeful spirit that's why she can only act under the cover of darkness without the moon behind her she's just a swan I had no idea that's a very interesting story origin story and as much as Fuss is the, the count's throwing about trying to take care of this night swan. He knows right what he has to do, but he ain't the heart to do it. And if this night swan happened to just be a local who took up the mantle because they knew of the stories, 
What then? I doubt she'd be getting away with all she's been getting away with. Oh, come on, girls. Mom's waiting for you. And he uh, turns around and takes his daughters back into uh, towards the house. Well, that's interesting. Wow, that's how you start a day. So. I am uh, somewhat impressed by uh, Bartleby, actually. I am surprised he stopped. It's about the first good thing you've heard Bartleby <laughs> possibly doing. However, oh. keep in mind that, this like, literally... this is Galarian where there's magic and curses and whatnot. Like, this could... This isn't Earth. Yeah, like, this could very well be an actual thing. Like, morally, it's something you might agree with. But overall, it but might it have might actually, actually been a bad thing. a spirit that wants virgin sacrifices and is now mad. That's the thing that happens sometimes when you live in I Galarian. mean, she does wear a whole lot of magic stuff, so... But we have seen her in the daytime. So... <laughs> no, you saw her in a pitch black warehouse. She's Lady Lucrezia. We saw her at the Palace of Birdsong for three days. So, Dara, you want to go speak with the half-orc just to kind of yeah. get to know him? What do the rest of you guys want to do with your day? Anything? I wanted to go to... Um, I mean, Kahina was what? just going to no. tag along with Dara. Uh, he wants to go oh, with me. Well, you want to go too. That sounded like I wanted to go to. Uh, no, I thinking. want to go to. Okay. He wants to oh. also go. Fair enough. That's everyone's just going to go five man across the half work that doesn't like visitors. Great plan. <laughs> All right. So. Now I'll stay at home. Valor's I'll home, I bring a gallon of ale just in case. I'm going to stay at home too. <laughs> I'm going to write some scrolls. I'm going to bring Ale, so. He's like, I'm It'll fine, work I'm out. bring Ale. He'll love me. So you head out to this farm. And out on the farm here, it's, it's not terribly large. The half-orc, whose name you'd know, you know his name's Partulas. He keeps a small little goose farm. A good half mile outside of Stockies on the way down from your estate. He lives in a relatively small little cottage with a fairly large, like loosely, like large for a goose farm, fenced in area behind it with his little flock of geese. So you're just gonna head up and knock yep. upon the door. Right, yep. so you all, you all walk up and just knock around the door. Kahina's over at the goose pen looking at all the geese. He's just hello, hello. looking at all the geese. Hello. The other two, you dart and Nella at the door and you knock. And there's no response. Oh no. Um, I can write a letter and leave it for later. I would not want to. Uh, I'm sure it is somewhat intimidating as I. Uh, <laughs> two men of. One is the Tribune just walking up to their house to knock. Maybe I should leave a letter and come back later. And Kahina's, Kahina's nosy. She'll start poking around the yard. As she's playing with the geese. Are you like going over the fence into the geese pen? Well, not into the geese, but like around. Oh, That's okay. a good way to get bit. <laughs> goose are, geese, geese can are be bad. evil, man. Geese will bite the hell out of you. So she's yeah. kind of poking around it. You're going to just write a note and like leave it on his door or something. Yeah. What, are you, what are you writing, Dara? Could... Um, I guess just in the interest of meeting and... Uh, Our closest neighbor. Is yeah, geographically your closest neighbor. What, want what's to make the... sure we start out on the right foot. 
what kind of hut is it? Just like it's a very generic small, wooden. simple wooden cottage uh, with one door and no windows. It's probably about as big in total as your average living room. Maybe like 20 feet long and 15 feet deep. It's probably just a single room inside. Door in the it front, door in the back. Easily, that leads if that's out. what you're asking. No, no, I'm going to knock, but we're going to see how hard I knock. <laughs> very softly. I tap. I very softly tap. <laughs> I mean, a strength check. It's a seven. To, to just say so you uh, again, knock on the door. Uh, not, not even that loud. A... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very gently upon the door again. I don't want to wake him up. I think he might be asleep. And uh, as Keen he is just perceiving around the yard. Around fifteen, you'd see a geese. So he he knocks on the yeah. door, and uh, you knock again. You hear a voice from inside. Busy. I brought ale. The door opens immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and you see a, a, a fairly large, even for a half-orc, a, a very gruff, shirtless man with just, like, some basic burlap trousers down to his knees. And he's uh, fairly, well, not entirely in shape. He's really big, kind of portly, very green. So this tight towers up at like probably seven feet ish. Looks down at you. You tribute. Nice to meet you. My ma my name is Dara. The tribunes usually deliver ale to the the folk, or is this the beginning of something I done wrong? Well, the ale. ale might cause things to go wrong. I mean, I'm just here to have a couple drinks with you. Not interested. He shuts the door. Oh. Well, I'll leave the L here for you then. I just wanted to tell you how cute your geese were. They're very cute. No response. The whole reason, of course, yelling through the door now. The yeah. whole reason we came out here is just to literally spend five minutes talking to you and get to know you a little bit. We understand you don't like visitors and whatnot, but seeing as we Here's oversee everything... I'm not interested! You live here. You don't have a choice of being interested. <laughs> the door slowly opens again. About yay far. You can just see this man's very unamused face. Is there a point to this? Well, the point is I brought you a gallon of ale free of charge. We'd like to get to know you sometime. You can have this either way. And what just... reason? Well, we'd like to know uh, everyone in the town, if possible. You're part of the town, and we want you to feel welcome. Name is Partule's main, and that ain't gonna happen. Well, either way, like I said, the gallon of ale is yours. He opens the door wide enough to reach out and take the jug of ale and pull it inside and set it down. Kahina's going to be like, what are your geese's names? <laughs> he just kind of looks towards her, doesn't say anything, and looks back to Nell and Tara. Well, Look, if you need anything, you're more than welcome. Doing plenty fine out here. Well, we understand Is there that People don't come by here with no reasons. They're not a complaint. No, we just wanted to come. Like, we, we understand that there's a stigma towards you, and we would like to make sure that you know 
we don't feel as most people do about it. I don't need handouts. No I'll handouts. take the no handout. But... We just want you to feel like you're part of the community just like everyone else is. I know yeah, that might seem weird, Kate, but we are not looking here around, for anything. In his little fence out with the flock of geese, he also has two chickens, <gasps> a rooster, <gasps> and uh, tied to a one of the fence posts on the outside, a goat kind of just grazing in the grass. Kahina's now has lost her mind. She's just like, animals. So Kahina's like, animals. Kahina wants to go and, can I pet the goat? Does he bite? He does. Continues to not acknowledge you. <laughs> Talk to no and Dara. Kahina's going to handle animal. <laughs> handle animal. Go for it. Roll me a die. <laughs> this is going to end badly, guys. He bites. So... Ah! <laughs> That's a two on the D20. He bites. So he says to you, oh, I'm doing plenty fine out here by myself. If there's no complaints or concerns, I don't see no reason to try and extend this olive branch out to any people who have no interest in being around me. I'm down the tavern once in a while to get some mail. Usually don't get in a fight. That's good enough for me. Fair enough. As long as you're satisfied with things, uh, we will stay out of your way, I suppose. And if Just people are complaining, briefly. you can tell them they can come complain to us. Shuts the door. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't have to like us. He doesn't yeah. have to want to be a part of the community as long as he's satisfied and there's nothing we can do to uh, help him out. Dara! He's not a terribly friendly man. <laughs> Don't so, me! So I know that the answer is probably he just wants to be left alone, but I kind of want to sense mode of him, so I'm gonna. That's a 13. He, he sense that he wants to be left alone. <laughs> I just want to make sure there's no, like, hidden <laughs> problems he's having. I mean, there's not enough room in his house to hide corpses, but he, he sense with the 13 that he would like to be left alone. So, rest of the day passes fairly uneventfully and uh on to sunday gazrin the first as we move on to our nice second month out here in marat county and in the morning the public house is finished you guys get your first look at the completed tavern and brewery the crews from pensaris have arrived and started uh working on arranging how to get their supplies out through the bog to the pump house to get that under construction. And fairly early in the morning, the other lot you'd hired up in Lothidar, that builders, uh, that crafters guild, says their goodbyes, takes their wagons, their tools, rounds them up, and hits the road to head back to Lothidar. Later in the afternoon, well, now Another. that morning, oh, morning. I want to send a letter place. to okay. the Crab Estate. Okay. Now that the public house is finished, I would like to invite them, both Dame Crab and Subsinia, to come and visit. Do you, uh, you write up a letter and you're gonna, are you gonna find a messenger? Or are you planning on delivering this yourself? You know, personal touch, Subsinia, Probably a messenger because we, uh, we're about to be leaving and don't have the time. 
So is your going to be nope, passing we're going there, there on the way? Yeah, we're going there. I'll take it personally. You're going most of the way there. It's a little past Voinum's. Uh, I can spend the extra. Time. So yeah, it's like another day. Not even a day. It's like half. It's like going to Petsaris from. Oh, I, 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 I was thinking they were the other. No, Moose is the furthest yeah, one. Voinar is yeah. a little closer. Yeah, Voinum's so first. Lothidar, Voinum, then. So in the afternoon, you, uh, around Stockies or the state or whatever you're doing, uh, are any of you in town or are you just spending the free day in your estate, penning scrolls and um, I was relaxing hoping to... and whatnot? I'd babysit Bubo. Uh, I was going to bring Kahina because she has uh, a better way of talking to people and go maybe talk to... Um, Pyscom about the uh, new rules of the town and maybe we can get some people together and talk about them and make sure everything is all So as most out. of you are, are going to be in or around town then you would all see as an enormous convoy uh, appears uh -oh. further down the road through the trees a very uh, large procession of massive uncovered wagons and uh, several other horses just riding alongside uh, slowly escorting these huge wagons full of stuff for the pump house that's already arrived that they're already here they're here and they've done that okay so Marshall wagons as they pull in they are led by uh, one fairly well-dressed man who looks to be a servant of somebody, but you don't recognize him, and several like, head uh, craftsmen, several company leads of what appears to be several construction crews that have come down. And uh, the servant comes to, uh, what have you go out to approach the, to meet this, or? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm sure welcome, all of them come Welcome by. to Stuckies. How am I helping? Yeah, I'd be there with Bubo and Co. in, in <laughs> He'd be the first one they would. Uh, he, <laughs> would uh, he would nod politely to each of you and turn to Dara. Say, uh, this is Sir Rasta, I presume, the tribune of the town. It is a pleasure to make, make your acquaintance. The Madame Dame Crab has had some time to reflect and wishes to properly thank you for your assistance at her estate with these construction crews, gardeners, and craftsmen. She believes stockies may have use for them. Absolutely. Fantastic. Thank you so much. <laughs> I will have to I will have to get around to thanking her. She is really a wonderful woman. Throughout these wagons, she has sent you 5,000 gold worth <gasps> of labor and supplies to spend oh on town improvements. Oh, okay. So, what you're saying is we can build the bridge. You can build the bridge and I, have 2,000 gold less. I would okay. send them to the bridge first, yes. Yeah. So you, uh, you would direct them the you would direct them through the town and the most craftsmen would make their way through and start drawing up plans and blueprints to repair the gold crossing bridge. And beyond that, you have 2,000 left if I may <gasps> offer recommendations. I'm actually looking for stuff right now. Uh, don't, you're looking, don't look at the thing you're looking at. <laughs> this is completely, I can't just these are all the totally, I mean, you can, but these are all totally different numbers because of how this works. Uh, recommendations, they can clean up 
beautify and construct a proper central town square, uh, coordinating yep. with the local hunters and farmers and artisans to give them places to sell their wares or trade uh, with travelers coming through with these newly improved roads. Like a market. Yep, exactly get rid of the stocks. They That'd also cool. mentioned that having this and having traders, uh, if you had a way to entice traders coming through the area, any further improvements you want to do would become cheaper as it would be easier to source materials. Yeah. Yeah. Get rid of the stocks out of the middle of the Get rid street. of the one freaking gallows that you just have oh. in the center of the town that's just sitting there being sad. Hey, give us, yeah. give us used once. It's not that sad. It did get used once. It did hang a guy who poached no, one time. It was used once and it made us all very sad. Speak for yourself. It made me sad. Guilty. <laughs> So you I was have too sick to worry about that. the Gold Canyon Bridge and the Town Square now also joining under construction. Town Square, that's sweet. The next, with all the stuff we put into this town, it like the the value of stockies is going to be more than some of the other surrounding towns that have been here for. Taxes you are going to be a killer next year. You will be passing up Pensaris and possibly even some of the other nearby areas and sites fairly soon. Stockies is going. Okay. The next day would dawn uh, with most of the supplies having been uh, ferried out to the pump house as the locals were very happy to lend them their barges once they learned what this was for and water is cool. So uh, the craftsmen are out there working on the pump house, getting the thing operational again should only take a day or two. Getting it fully functional will take a, maybe the better part of another week, but that might have to wait because they need Baylor there. Plans are drawn up for the Gold Canyon Bridge. They figure they can put that together in five days or so. And the town square will only take them about three to construct. Things are happening. Supplies have been delivered for the Domovoy to begin repairing the fences. And as this is now, I believe, Moon Day, Gosrin II, Linus is going to take his leave. Yes! He needs to head back up, uh, start his way back up to Lothidar. And meet back up with the Seneschal, where he can inform them that you have an attack by Night Swan, etc., etc., give his report. He is more than happy to leave after having been woken up in the middle of the night more than one more time, either upside down or outside and naked or some other form of confused. And he is just more than happy to leave forever. So, with no. We tried so hard to make him comfortable. With no real ill will against you guys, but very convinced your carriage house is cursed. Linus <laughs> heads out <laughs> of Telothidar. And finally... I'm going to make sure to send Linus a nice pair of uh, snake leather boots. Just send him a new, a new pair of shorts. The, the funny thing is, is we made him ride his horse and stuff while he was so tired. He probably had like horrible like saddle rash and yep. stuff too. And, oh, I uh, bet he was miserable. Finally, that toil day, that next day, you would need to head out to Voinaris for your meeting with the Baroness. And if you're going to ride your horses up there, it would take you two days to do the ride. So you'll arrive Oath Day, uh, as requested on the 4th. Drop your phantasmal carriage a little ways outside of town and ride it the rest of the way in. Arriving in, in, in style. Going yeah, in dress, in dress style. Dress fancy, folks. Arriving in Voinaris that evening. To meet with the Baroness herself. And you would do if you wanted to go with what Baylor said, which is a pretty funny idea and I like it. 
You ride the carriage in, you all dismount, and the snap of his fingers, the carriage fades into mist and thin air, this extravagant carriage leaving just behind your five horses, which the wide-eyed grooms begin to slowly work their way towards, very cautiously, and stable them alongside Baroness Voynum's carriage house. The Baroness herself, of course, meets you at the drive, and as business as she always is, I appreciate your punctuality. Thank you for acquiescing to my summons. I don't feel like we've really had enough time to properly get introduced. I spoke briefly with several of you at the Count's Jubilee, but you've had some weeks now to take the reins, so it is, in Stockis. And these shows of magic aside, I've largely heard good things. Please, make yourselves comfortable. Dinner will be served shortly. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much for inviting us. We we appreciate it. And so you would uh, you'd head inside, and her arrangement here is the opposite of Baron O'Kara's. Everything here is very strict and formal. And you wouldn't, as you head inside, a servant would be waiting immediately to take your coats and weapons and store them for you. And another servant, uh, well, probably would take more than one servant to hold all these coats and weapons. And another servant would lead you through to the dining area where each of you have a, another handwritten title placard in front of your seats where they would seat you and bring you the initial glass of uh, water and wine. It is Can I roll a knowledge formal. nobility about the order of the placement of the seats? Because I figure they're order of respected or important. Yeah, go for it. Roll me them dice. Let's see what you got. See what you know. I know a little bit about oh, this. The 30. Yeah, you, you can recognize that she has arranged herself at one end of the table and Sirostam at the other, obviously, as the actual tribune. Uh, with the group of you down the far sides near Sirostam. Uh, almost as if to oppositional parties, but it, it doesn't mean anything by that. It's just you are, in her eyes, his men, and you are seated as such. Uh, you can also tell with your 30, she has very much gone to lengths to make this very, very proper. Uh, all the silverware and cups are in the right places. Everything is coming out in a very preordained manner as uh, they bring you an early uh, just small bread and salad before Varanus Voinum has even come to join you. She has, again, in contrast to Okara, it what appears to, to be not a small army of servants, but several more. She had three or four grooms outside, two that took you at the door, and uh, a third that seems to uh, be working back in the kitchen as one of the other servants is going back and forth and bringing the meals out, uh, the, the various courses out individually. <clears throat> so she's Can I much more organized. For what? Uh, to explain to Anori the proper etiquette and use of dinnerware at the table. Yeah, Anori, you want to know how to use dinnerware at the table? <laughs> She's going to shoot Nell a look that's... Uh... <laughs> you want to learn Kahina. how to use fork good? Kahina will very politely take her take her napkin and be like... <laughs> So as you're all seated in this first very light, uh, almost like appetizers and just re brief refreshments 
after your journey are brought to you. Baroness Voinum comes to join you, uh, not wearing a dress or a gown like every other woman of nobility you've seen in Murat, but wearing what is very close to what Dara feels comfortable in, almost a soldier's uniform, uh, with a crested vest. And she seats herself at the far end of the table uh, as a servant draws the chair for you and she sits down. First of all, of course, Sir Tribune Dara Rostam, Thank you very much again for your presence. I know I'm aware that the notice was fairly short, and I mean by it, no offense, but I felt it was in both of our best interests as tribunes of our various cities to get to know each other more properly. And before you'd gone any further on your constructions I've heard about in Stockies, I thought it prudent to offer some advice to our new fledgling noble. Any advice is appreciated. I am very interested to hear your opinions. Before we get into any matters of proper precedence, however, and procedure, I owe you thanks. I find myself indebted to you before we've even been more than basically introduced, Sir Austin. Oh, do you? I find that hard to believe. I um, am interested to see why you would think so. Do you remember Moffis of Cascina? Maybe. I remember that name for some reason. What would I know this from? Moffis of Cascina was a simple farmer in the small hamlet to the south of here. Far beyond any properly traveled roads reach. <sighs> So recently, he has found love and moved out to join his wife's dairy in Lothidar. Oh, no. I do believe that his very life is thanks to your actions during the hunt at the Jubilee. Oh, yes. Yes, I remember. We checked in on them when last we were in Lothidar to make sure that they were doing well. Um... They were saying his times and the stocks would be over soon and he would be returning home. I know how I come off. Very strict and formal, but it's for the sake of simplicity rather than any detachment from my people. I was very pleased to see that the newest addition to our court here takes the well-being of not only his own people, but all of the county of Marat's people very seriously. Moffis was one of mine. He may have relocated out to the Stavian Barony now and be beyond my jurisdiction, but do not make the mistake of believing that I don't care for my people, as I very much do. Not only did you save him, you have gone far beyond what anyone would have expected of you to check back with his wife's dairy later and ensure that she was still doing okay. This is humbling to hear. You have truly taken a very personal hand in the lives of the people. It's good to see. It is heartening for me to hear that from you, as we do care greatly for many of these people, and many of them are very good people. And it is nice to have that connection with someone else in the nobility around here. As you're speaking, the uh, the servant from the door who had taken your weapons, I'm assuming all of you gave the servant your weapons. I don't want to oh, fight yeah. him over keeping your weapons. I, I, what about Inori? That's the question. I, I guess I should better judgment, for, but for the, the, the sake of the not trying to offend this lady again i could part with him for a few minutes in in this particular estate i would actually feel comfortable even not wearing my armor or shield 
So that servant, uh, the two servants who had taken you by the door, uh, would arrive at the side of Baroness Voinum, uh, and lay down a few hors d'oeuvres, come down to your end of the table and lay two trays of hors d'oeuvres, and then both of them would bow and look towards Baroness Voinum. She would nod, thank you very much, you may take your leaves. And uh, they both just mutter quick, thank you Baroness, and head back out towards the front of the house. I know this may seem odd, especially when entertaining a group of guests as such, but I see no reason to keep my personal staff on longer than necessary. They have lives and families to attend to as well. Very prudent. Well, Sir Rostam, I'm interested to hear how things have been going down in Stockies. I've heard news of many new constructions and a great increase in the quality of life to your people. And so you would be able to then explain to her as the... Uh, first and second course of this dinner come out from the servants discuss just the various manners of basically what you've done obviously you're not telling her about boobo obviously you're not going to go into any details of anything sketchy but going on no. about the the mill and getting the pump house repaired now, and what fork do i use <laughs> <laughs> the salad fork and Nori would try to suddenly figure out which of the literally five forks she's supposed to be using for various things hold on Hold on, I got this. You have five forks and about seven glasses in front of you. Where's Bluff? Oh, <laughs> oh, you bluff. can't bluff people. No, no Bluff no, no, to no, send no, a no. secret message. It's Bluff to yeah. send a message oh, to someone without okay. anyone else noticing. Really, I'm only that Bluff check. Uh, oh. 17, I'm going to point at it. You try to Suddenly. subtly in, like, guide Anori through not a terrible breach in etiquette here. And everything seems to be fairly simplistic. She doesn't... Like, she seems to be discussing what she said. Uh... She doesn't really give you any insights or advice on anything, so much as she does just listen to what you've done. And she's very quick-witted. She's easy to, quick to piece together how these things will improve the lives of both the people of Stockies and paint the picture of yourselves as um, kind of like what the Night Swan did, but she doesn't think that you mean anything ill by it as trying to make yourselves look like you care for the people because she cares for her people and she believes that you probably do too. But as the desserts come out, there's only the one servant left that's running things out from the kitchen. And uh, as he lays, the, or she rather, lays the desserts down and bows, uh, Baroness Voinum takes a moment to lightly use her napkin and turn the meal's excellent, Grumio. Thank Pallas for his work this evening. And she curtsies briefly, of course, Baroness. Says, I believe I can handle the entertainment of the evening from here. You're both dismissed. I'm sure your families would very much enjoy your company for the night. Uh, of course. Very well, Baroness. And pleasant evening to you and your guests. And she would head back towards the kitchen. And that would be the last you see of those two servants. Clearing the house. So, it slowly starts to turn from uh, what you have done in Marat to she is aware that the tax collectors had been coming because she knows when taxing happens. And leading into kind of how Marat is ruled as a whole. Dara, would you speak of your conversation with Lady Pearl and how you were trying to change the tax structure, Murat? Uh, That's, yeah. hold on. That's the most boring sentence I've ever pitched to a party in a frickin' Pathfinder <laughs> campaign. <laughs> oh my god. What has happened to War for the Crown? 
Would you discuss with Baroness Foynum your, your, your talk with the Archbanker about reorganizing Marat County's tax structure? What the hell is this campaign? Economics. As an accountant, I feel like that's a pretty interesting oh. topic. <laughs> oh, man. That was a sentence. I never thought I'd say in a Pathfinder campaign, but here we are. Oh, Reminder anyway. to all you viewers out there, we are playing a fantasy This role is a game. fantasy role-playing yeah. game. We get to throw fireballs and slay dragons and crap. But hey, are you going to discuss your plans for the future of Marat's taxation overseen by the Bank of Abadar and Stockies personally rather than by licensed independent contractors working for the Count? Joe's head just exploded. <laughs> Somewhere, Somewhere Joe's head. Fantasy like, role-playing, by the way. <laughs> Anyway, seriously, though, do you? Uh, yes, yes, I would. See, the fantasy here is that the taxes are reasonable. The fantasy is that <laughs> you're in control to... of them. This is why everybody's here, guys. Yeah, you, we These get to play points. Pathfinder and roleplay such incredible fantasies as having money and having a noble <laughs> banquet with the Baroness. It just proves the of point that there's, there's no thing more certain than death and taxes. There. Death I mean, and taxes. Everywhere you go. Anyway, you'd pitch this to you. Uh, pitches to Voinam, and she would nod. It's something I considered myself, really, but without a proper extension of the Abadarian bank here in my own barony, it'd be difficult to do. It's interesting the Archbanker hadn't reached for that as a personal push. Regardless of their intentions and the tenets of Abadar, the church, of course, wants to expand its own influence as far as possible as well, if for no other reason than to spread the light of civilization as they would so clearly put it to whatever corners of the of the people they could yes i think it is a uh with the way they had it before it was unreasonable. I, it's I, interesting. Feel like, I feel like coming from opara as things are done slightly differently as coming from a merchant family having Having a, uh, obviously having more of a uh, paper trail and records that could be kept uh, over the years, even so that if we knew the value of our of our uh, towns and how we were growing them, we would be able to prepare even more for when taxes come so that our people are not so blindsided by them. If we make improvements, and then we're having to tax more heavily. It weighs on the people. If we can, if we can ease their pain through being slightly more organized, I it feel does, like it does very much make sense. Of course, uh, it seems like a logical system that hasn't been implemented, mostly because of the logistics of such a program. Mm -hmm. But, uh, Sir Tribune Rostam, I'm sure you didn't travel all the way to Marat from Opara just to restructure a long-forgotten county's tax legislature. In fact, with all that you've done in Stockies here, I must admit, I am curious as to what eventual goals you do in fact have in mind for Stockies and her people. Martella must be either very bold or very desperate to be reaching out for a direct bid back into Marat personally like this. Well, I think you have misunderstood. I actually was surprised when I first arrived here that it was not already like this. We are doing these improvements to provide the basic necessities of life. What are we rolling? That's a bluff on whether or what not Kahina totally blows 
blows it. It's just sitting there and she's she for how cool she's letting herself like, look. Because she just said Martella. Yeah. And, and everybody just kind of. I was ignoring it. Yeah. Anori's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, dead. She turns to uh, Anori. Like, uh, have I misspoken? Pepper on his salad <laughs> gets me every time. You're eating dessert right now. <laughs> no, that, is, that makes perfect sense. This is a nori. That makes yeah, I would be eating the salad last. That's. <laughs> I do fear that I have misspoken somehow. I was not expecting such a reaction. I was simply curious. Narrow my eyes. Raises an eyebrow. The heck, people. Um, you are here by the bidding of Martella Lothied, are you not? I'm going to glance over at Kahina since she would like to say something, I'm sure. <laughs> well, are you referring to all of us or Dara specifically? Hmm. As much one as the rest, you seem to work towards similar goals in your time here. Fair enough. So the next question would be, is that an opposable thing to your barony? Are you happy with Count Lothied's rule as it has been? Count Lothied's rule? This reaches far deeper than I'd hoped. And thank you for confirming, by the way. I'd had my suspicions that Martella was looking for a way back into the county, but without <laughs> talking to the group of you personally, I had no way to be sure. Curious, while Mar indeed. While Martella did have use for us for a previous engagement most of the stuff that we've been a part of since then has been of our own volition although you are not wrong there is influence um martella does not pay us to build mills does not pay us to fix bridges fix roads everything we're doing is our own choice i hope the group of you place no blame on your friend as she likes a kahina for falling into that Fairly simple trap. Your reactions had given me all the answer. I really needed to know. I had to be blunt. You understand. There's no other way to confirm. Playing with words is much harder to get to the end result. I guess the real question is what happens now? Well, what do you much... intend to do with this information you've now confirmed? Well, that very much depends, I suppose. I think that very much depends on how this conversation continues next week. <laughs> da, 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 the cliffhanger! I knew you were angling for that. I wanted to. I wanted to get to it because we're we're a little over. But I was like, man, I I gotta get to uh, I gotta get to she who knows things, so we can leave that for next week. Man, we is return. that a thing to know? That's a I was thing to so know. It's hard to just skim over it and do like the regular thing, but you guys are like, actually, we should call attention to this, people. <laughs> oh, no. No, like, I was trying I to just let it go. I mean, I was actually cool about it until she kept harping on it.